0: At seven, more than a hundred cancellations at Heathrow after security alert closes Terminal 4. Police now speak to eight people over the car bomb investigations and potty for the Potter Premier. Leicester Square welcomes Daniel and friends. It's 7 o'clock, I'm Holly Holland. The critical alert level and increased security has led to more than 100 flights being cancelled at Heathrow. A suspect bag was discovered at midday and forced Terminal 4 to shut for more than five hours while checks were made. Some flights are operating, but you're being asked to check before you travel. It comes to sources close to Sky say the same people carried out the London and Glasgow attacks. Meanwhile, all eight people arrested in connection have links to the NHS. Dr Prasad Rao from the International Doctors' Association says their alleged involvement has stunned the medical profession.
1: We have all taken Hippocratic oath and our profession is dedicated to healing the sick and there's no way I or any of the medical profession should ever be linking themselves to maim and kill innocent people.
0: London Fire Brigades told LBC they're dealing with nearly 30 separate incidents of flooding due to the heavy rain. The worst affected areas are in the south and southwest, and in each case they're pumping water from homes. No one has been injured or rescued. Three nurses, including two working in London, have been killed in a bus crash in Mozambique. They've taken a week off their annual holiday to care for sick children in the African country. Michael Tribulsi has more from the LBC News Centre.
2: Helen Golder from the Royal
3: Brompton and Liz Callan from Great Ormond Street died just outside the main city of Maputo when their bus hit another vehicle. Susan Andrews from a hospital in Bristol died in Johannesburg after being transferred after the accident. They were in the country volunteering with the charity Chain of Hope, providing intensive care for sick children. They were on their way for a day trip to the Kruger National Park in South Africa when the accident happened.
0: Another person's been charged over the fatal stabbing of a 14-year-old in Holloway. Martin dinnegan was stabbed during a fight a week ago. 20-year-old René Baptiste from Plasto is the fourth person to be charged. Gordon Brown's made his first Commons statement as Prime Minister, promising to give more power to the people. He set out his plans for a new constitutional settlement for Britain. He intends to hand executive powers to MPs in 12 areas, which include declaring war and dissolving Parliament. In sport, play suspended at Wimbledon right now, but the rain shouldn't affect the ATP Masters Series, which is coming to London. The O2 will stage the final of the series from 2009 for four years, taking over from Shanghai, and will feature the world's best eight men. In London's travel, there is still serious disruption at Heathrow Terminal 4 this evening. After a security alert, with all British Airways departures currently suspended, check before you travel. And remember, if you're away from your radio want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, go to lbc.co.uk and click on News on the Go to find out how. And in London's weather, any heavy showers will clear overnight and there'll be lows of 12 degrees Celsius. This is LBC. It's
4: 7.03. <laughs> This is Alan Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. So the latest situation at Heathrow Terminal 4 then. Uh, The terminal building has reopened It reopened a while ago now, but uh, British Airways have still suspended all of their departures out of Terminal 4 until further notice. They're saying that long-haul departures will be cancelled until 9 this evening, and European departures could well be cancelled for the rest of the day. Some other airlines are starting to run services out of Terminal 4 again, but best advice is to check the BAA website before you travel to the airport. You can get a link to that from our website, lbc.co.uk and go to the travel pages. Uh, A fair few other things going on though. The North Circular closed eastbound at Cooks Ferry in Edmonton following an accident. Big delays back to the A10. New Road in Rainham is shut both ways with an accident just by Chandler's Corner. On the motorways, the M40 has a lane blocked into town just before the M25 coming down from Beaconsfield. And on the M1 southbound, there's one lane blocked between junctions 4 and 2 as Edgware to five ways because of an accident not far from the London Gateway Services. On the train, Silverlink Metro still not running between Kensington and Clapham and only an hourly service between wilston Junction and Kensington Olympia, plus disruption on First Connect via West Hampstead, a serious delays there and cancellations after a signalling problem. In next updates in 15 minutes, LBC 97.3, travel with Confuse.com, the online search engine for car insurance.
2: Homeowners are going gaga over
5: challenging Churchill. Here, Churchill, Shifty Steve down the pub said you promised to beat the renewal price on my
6: home insurance. Oh, yes, indeed.
5: And you gave me a fast quote and covered me for lots of things, including theft. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, that's good, Churchill, because Shifty Steve, he's nicked me sofa.
6: <gasps> Never fear, sir. I'll make a citizen's arrest.
2: Come on, Britain, call or visit Churchill.com to challenge Churchill for a better home insurance quote. Offer available on a like like basis with three pay-free years. Conditions apply.
7: C ninety-seven point three.
1: Ian Lee's good, good evening.
8: evening. What's messed, Zoe?
9: Why are you crying? Because I just want Tony back. to go. Back. Why? Look <laughs> I, I just do.
1: Why do you want him to be Prime Minister still?
9: <coughs> I
1: but there's gonna be a new Prime Minister. <laughs> there's gonna be a new Prime Minister dying called Gordon no. Brown.
10: No. You don't want him.
9: No, I don't want anything.
11: So give us a call, 870 uh, 90 973 is the telephone number. You can text us as well, 84850 and the emails are up and running, ian at lbc.co.uk. So, uh, what's happening today? Uh, To be honest, more scary stuff happening in the world of terrorism, uh, I I think. And the question needs to be asked, are we losing the war on terror? Uh, It it would seem that we are. We were saved this weekend only by the fact uh, that the terrorists that were uh, trying to blow up the the, the cars in London and uh, uh, Glasgow Airport were actually quite... Bumbling. Uh, and if they'd succeeded, uh, obviously it would have been horrible. Now, there are people who have been arrested and are, um, you know, going through certain processes, so there's only so much we can say about those specifically. But do you think we're losing the war on terror? Is there more we can do? Uh, would a strict zero-tolerance policy go down well? If you're caught being disrespectful to this country, if you're caught burning a flag somewhere... You should be locked up, and if you're not originally from this country, booted back. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. W- would zero tolerance uh, go down well? Uh, and, uh, Gordon Brown's not said too much about it recently, has he? I've not. I, now I may have got this wrong, and if I have got it wrong, oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Give me a call. Let me know. Has Gordon Brown been on television this weekend? Um, saying much? Is he, he given a statement or or, or done anything? I know know the new Home Secretary, Jackie Smith, has said, uh, we will not be intimidated. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I'm quite scared. So it's all well and good for her to say, we will not be intimidated. I'm a little bit intimidated. I'm a little bit scared. Uh, I've got to get a train tomorrow. You know, it's not a great great thing, but I'm getting on a train. And part of me is thinking, well, is that going to be okay? Is that all right? I'm getting. I'm going on a holiday in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go to an airport uh, and get on a plane and fly somewhere. Now Jackie Smith can say, "Well, we we will not be intimidated." I'm a little bit scared. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call later on, we're going to be talking about older women having babies. I- I- is it right? The Countess of uh, Wessex is having a baby at forty-two. I'm not. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, Also, the whole global warming thing, which uh, I I don't think we've spoken about enough on this show, uh, with the floods, uh, with... uh, What the hell has the weather been doing today? I was at my mum's. One minute, it's brilliant sunshine. The next minute, it's pouring down with rain. Then 30 seconds later, it's brilliant sunshine again. We'll be talking about that later on. But right now, I want your calls and your thoughts uh, on what you think we could do to win... The War on Terror. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, maybe we should rip up the Human Rights Act because people that have been involved w- w- without well, there's a guy at the moment getting uh, NHS treatment in hospital, and maybe he shouldn't be. Is all I think I can say on that subject. But um, the, the Human Rights Act seems to be more in favour of those people. Who are uh, intend to cause us harm than us, uh, in inverted commas, normal people? Uh, and there was a thing today. I think it was in the. Um, I think it was in the Telegraph. I'm not sure. Uh, a leaked memo, and apparently Gordon Brown has said we can't call them Muslim terrorists. We have to say they're Asian terrorists. Well, hang on a second. The connecting factor between all of the terrorists that uh, have happened in the past few years is. Um, uh, let me think. They're Muslim terror. They're Muslims. I, I, I'm not saying all Muslims, but of course they're not. But uh, that would be the connecting factor. So what do you think? 0870 uh, 9090 973. You can text as well. 84850. Uh, and email ian at lbc.co.uk. That's what we're talking about for the first hour of tonight's show. Are we losing the war on terror? Is there anything more we could do? Are you? I had some people on the news uh, uh, today. I think it was on a BBC station. I'm not totally sure. It was, it was flicking through. Oh, no, it was a BBC station, so I was in Reading. And so I was listening to uh, BBC, I don't know, Bucks or Three Counties or, um, I don't know what it was. Uh And they were interviewing people, um, how do you feel about the uh, possible terrorist threat? And they were all going, one person actually said, we're British, love. It don't scare us. Well, I thought that was the biggest load of guff I'd ever heard in my life. I'm British, and it's scaring the big Jesus out of me. How are you coping? How are you feeling at the moment? What are you doing to make yourself feel better? Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're staying in. Maybe you've cancelled your holiday. Maybe you've cancelled that work trip abroad. Maybe you're not using the underground at the moment. 0870. Nine O, Nine O, Nine O Three. Heathrow Terminal Four has been closed down all day. Are we getting a little bit too jumpy? Uh, was it Hammersmith today, where there was a controlled explosion because um, there was a suspect package? It was just a bag. It was just a bag. Are we getting a little bit too jumpy? A little bit too scared? It, if we're getting jumpy, does that mean they've won? Oh eight seven zero oh, nine zero oh, nine zero oh, nine, oh, nine seven three. Call up. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, and of course, as soon as we hear anything more about um, the situation at Heathrow, I, I don't know. I, I missed the news at seven. I don't. Alex, you know, is uh, is Terminal Four open again, or is is it still closed at the moment? Um, let me check the wires. Okay, you check the wires. Alex is going to go and check the wires, and um, we'll find out. Last I heard, that all domestic flights for the for the day were cancelled. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number for the first hour of the show. Maybe a little bit longer. We're starting to talk about your fears uh, and what you think can be done. Uh, let's go to John. Hi, John.
12: Hello, Ian. How you doing?
11: I'm very well, thanks very much. What do you think about this? Uh, the war on terror.
12: Well, it's all a bit crazy at the moment. Now, there's just a, a couple of uh, points that I want to make. Yes. Um, the first one being that. uh the, the whole idea of not being able to call it Muslim extremism is, is is kind of stupid because the connecting factor isn't the fact that they're Asian because some of these people have been white. Um, so yep. yeah, that's it's kind of crazy at the moment. But also, um, people are sort of saying, "Well, what can we do about it?" Well, you know, you hear some of these uh, these these Muslim people on the on LBC at times, um, and I mean, they they kind of make the point by saying, "Well." you know, don't don't say it's a Muslim, it's not a Muslim issue, these people are extremists, uh, they're not the, the whole view of the Muslims. Well, you know, I do agree with that, I see the point that not all Muslims agree with what these people are doing, but I'd like to question, well, what is the Muslim community doing about this? Because not once in in the media at all have I heard uh, any kind of Muslim people saying what they're doing in their community to try and stop these.
11: What would you, okay, John, cause I, 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 we do have to say, of course, that that, that, that um, what, what's the, the pop speaker saying this? Not all Muslims are terrorists. That's, that's obvious. What would you like to see the Muslim community doing?
12: Well, you know, I'd be a great man if I could come up with an answer to, yeah. to stop, all, stop all terrorism, to be honest. But, mm. uh, oh, you know, it, it's a very tough one. I'd, I'd like to see, you know, you hear reports of, of certain books being available through certain mosques. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe if people are seeing that kind of thing, it should be reported to police and these places closed down.
11: Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, it, it? We have to tread on eggshells when we're discussing this, which, again, I don't think is right. And I think if the the, the terrorists certainly don't come from this country, uh, then they should uh, serve a strict sentence here. We can't, we, we didn't deport Abu Hamza because of ah. his Human Rights Act that said, oh, well, we can't send him, send him back. He might be e- tortured and executed. Yeah, so? So what? Specific. I
12: don't, I don't I think- care. It's like the the, the, uh, the I heard uh, sort of people saying about the, the thing that just happened in Glasgow, Yeah. Uh, saying how the guy when he was on fire screaming Allah that he was trying to attack police and then someone helped him and put him out. Mm. Well, I, I, think, I don't think I'd have given him much help to be honest.
11: John, listen, I, I, I'm not sure many people. Will, John, thanks very much for calling. I appreciate it. No problem. Take care, my friend. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What do you think we can do about this? Is there anything we can do? Should the government? be doing more. It's alright for Jackie Smith to say, oh yeah, no, we, we, we won't be intimidated. Well, she hasn't got get the tube every day, has she? Does she get the tube? I don't think so. Oh, eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three 9090 973 is the telephone number. You can text us as well, 84850. Uh, and the email is ian at lbc.co.uk. We'll go through the emails after this. <laughs>
4: It's the Travel News now with Alan Joyce. And, of course, the very latest on that situation at Heathrow Terminal 4. Still big disruption following that. Uh, OK, we've got some, uh, texts
11: coming in. Um, Ian, we won't win. We'll get used to it, as we did with the IRA. Uh, deport them. He tried to create mayhem at Scott in Watford. If you, get, if you are texting, do put your name uh, and where you're from. as um, all the refresh rate. I can change the refresh rate on this to every five minutes. There we go. Let's, um, see if that does anything. Yeah, let's have a... A little look. Anyway, 870 th- for the first hour of tonight's show. Uh, we're, d- we're doing the main, it's on the front page of all the newspapers, it's the big story of uh, the last few days, and I think it's certainly going to go on and on. The war on terror, are we losing it? Can we do any more? And how are you feeling about it? Dave in Hampstead. Dave, how are you feeling about it?
13: Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, Colin. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. First time I've ever rang a radio station, so I'm a bit nervous. Please be gentle with me.
11: I will. I will certainly be very gentle with you, David.
13: Right. Just to cut to the chase, basically, all I'm saying, I'm pretty incensed that um, you know a lot of the um, kind of um, um, news coming out now is Asian. I mean, I don't know what Asian means. Asian is where I think different.
11: it means someone from Asia.
13: Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I do realise that. Oh, sorry. But, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, Asians. I mean, basically, in last. Um, I would say, last uh, few weeks, or probably a few months. You know, I'm not a Muslim, I'm a Sikh, by the way, and obviously I'm not kind of trying to justify anything. No. What I'm saying is, but all of us are tainted with the same brush. And I think there needs to be, people need to recognise, look, Asians, you know, there's a big diversity. Even Chinese can be Asian, Japanese can be Asian. Japanese. Yeah, I mean, there's a heck of a lot there, but I mean, why are
11: Singapore, is Singapore in Asia? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I think uh, it, I'm, I'm guessing Malaysia is, as it's got Asia in probably. it. But I take your point. There, there are lots. Uh, Asia is a continent, and of course, not everyone who is it's Asian. Asian yeah. But we're not allowed to call them Muslim terrorists anymore.
13: Well, exactly. Which is, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I, I, I work with a lot of Muslims. Mm. I mean, you know, I've been in a lot of cute jobs. I have never ever met anybody I could honestly say. Uh, fits in with the terrorist kind of uh, stereotype. Dave,
11: it's interesting. A lot of my friends uh, uh, know a Muslim man, uh, and uh, I, I went to school in, in Slough where there, uh, a lot of uh, Muslims uh, were there. But uh, it, it's that thing, isn't it? It's, it's, you know when there's a murder... Uh, yeah. And a next-door neighbour kills someone and goes mad. And the next-door neighbour comes out and goes, oh, he was such a quiet man. I, I, I didn't yeah. think he could do this. And I think that's the thing. Uh, if we're led to, you know, according to some reports, uh, some of the people I- who have been arrested recently uh, are, are members of have been working for the NHS. Now, you wouldn't yeah. have never have suspected them in a million no. years. And, of course, obviously there, there are going to be courts and trials and things like that, so we have to be careful what we say. But I think the thing is uh, that these... Terror cells are so good at submersing themselves into our uh, society and our culture that you'd never think they were terrorists.
13: You said it, not me. I actually agree with you. I was mm. about to say them somewhere, but you actually said it, mm. which is exactly what I was going to say. Basically, I, I was—I wasn't born here. I came here um, when I was um, nine years old, mm. uh, forty years ago. Basically, um, because you know, um, came from Kenya. I was born in Mombasa. Used to be a British colony. After, uh, obviously, um, it became independent. It wasn't the same thing. My dad decided to come over here mm. for the right reasons. Because mm. whatever it was, I mean, the right back reasons. in colonial times, the one thing you had, mm. which I feel we've lost in this country, is justice. Mm. And you had a fear of um, security. And you, I mean, there was a lot of things over there, and communities got on better together. I think part of the problem is there's too much political crackness going on now you can't say what you actually mean uh, and uh, like I said I was a Sikh over you know I'm a Sikh I'm not a practicing Sikh in the sense I don't wear a turban or anything you know just say are you
11: allowed to not wear a turban if you're a Sikh yes of course oh I didn't realize that
13: <laughs> yeah you can you can do whatever you want okay and and probably um there' are probably a few hostile calls over there but Sikhs are probably some things that they're not supposed to like drink mm. and the other words some of the best drinkers in the world, you know? Mm. Probably drink the Irish under the table as wow. well. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't say that, you are probably, you know, but that's a fact, you know.
11: Well, Dave, uh, listen, uh, it's it's great to talk to you. Thanks very much for making the call, and do call again, yeah. won't you? Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Thank there you. we go, So <laughs> He called me Colin, I don't mind. I don't mind that. Some some other presenters may have got picky. I don't mind that at all, you seem like a nice lad. Uh, let's go to Fiona in Maidenhead. Hi, Fiona.
14: Hello. I don't really know why I'm ringing, but I think this whole thing is just... Uh, Doing my head
11: in. Okay. What 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 exactly is doing your head in, Fiona?
14: I just think that since we've got a new prime minister, yeah. I think the suspect thing is that all this stuff has been happening, but nothing uh-huh. real really has happened.
11: Well, well I, have... something has happened. Well, yeah. A, yeah, a burning it has. jeep was driven into an airport. That that's something.
14: Yeah, but it didn't go off, did it?
11: Ah, uh, so are, are you saying that we're being teased? Y- yes. By whom? I don't know. <laughs> I just... I, just I, don't feel, I, don't, I don't understand the point you're trying to make. Are you so, trying to say that somehow Gordon Brown is trying to scare us in submission and th- that he's behind these attacks?
14: No, he's not behind them, but I think that he's trying to make himself look good. What? By cracking down and... oh. But has
11: he cracked down? Has Gordon Brown actually done anything in the really past know. three or four days? No. Well, if you don't know, what are you bloody well calling in for? Oh, 0870 oh, 9090 oh, 973. Oh, nine, oh, nine, if, you if you're calling in, c- could you at least have some idea of what it is you're talking about tonight? Uh, you can text as well, 84850 oh, uh, and uh, email ian at uk. Paul's on the M one Hello, Paul. Are you, you going to be a bit more sensible?
15: I'm going to try.
11: Excellent stuff, Paul. Away you go.
15: Um, yeah, my point is, um, I think, as someone said earlier on about calling it a Muslim or just trying to put something on it. Because I'm thinking like when we was getting bombed by the IRA and I think um your researcher said some, I can't remember whether it was Catholics or Protestants. The IRA? Yeah.
11: You don't know which.
15: I'm not sure which of the two religions it was that was bombing us all the time. I think
11: I think they were the Catholics.
15: Right. Yes. But we never said oh it's a Catholic terrorist. We just said they're terrorists.
11: Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do know. I do know what you're saying. Well, in that case, how should we label these these uh, in inverted as Muslim terrorists? Then, what, well, what label the should we way, use? Ian, the same
15: way? Ian, call them terrorists, call them fanatics, call them nutter, yep. call them numpties. but when we start
11: putting labels, I don't think them, we can yes? call them n- a numpty terrorist. That, that probably well, breaches that, their well, human well, rights. No, what numpty? Yeah, it probably does. It's probably somewhere there's a judge in Europe waiting for us right. to call them numpties, and then they'll will be down our throats. You're
15: probably right, you know. But what my point is just. Don't put, um, a religion or a colour or, or a set of people yeah. apart from the fact that they are
11: crazy or mad or... But, but the thing, the difference is, though, Paul... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I maybe, I don't know if you agree with this or not. Uh, when the IRA, uh, uh-huh. uh, when the IRA were doing their bombings in the 70s and the 80s and, and for some of the 90s, uh, yeah. they never as far as i remember in their statements uh, and in their warning they never said yeah, i'm doing yeah, this I for god that. i'm doing this as a catholic I whereas mean. if we're led to believe what happened at the weekend when the guy ran out of the car and was on fire he was allegedly uh, th- shouting the name of allah which would imply it's somehow a religious fueled attack
15: right but i think what's happened is with that right is that when when they um, get hold of these guys and and bring them onto their to their agenda they're told to, I would say, in the name of because I've I've read some of the Quran, not all of it. I've read some of it, and as many people have said, somebody else said earlier on um, on your show that they don't hear any Muslims. But every time you see on the TV, some Muslim leader from somewhere is saying, "No, that's wrong. Our our religion says we must love one another. You must blah de blah, blah blah," and doesn't in any way, shape or form, say that, yeah, this is what Allah said to do. And like I said, from what I've read in the Quran, it's the same thing. It right. doesn't in any way, shape or form tell anybody, look, in the name of Allah, do this and do that. It doesn't mm. say, it's, if anything, it says totally the opposite. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a black man yeah. of African origin, so I've, again, once again, somebody's got no extra line for nobody in, in this thing, but I just think that we should try not to, you know, because then, like, I, I was listening to, I've listened to your, um, the most of today... And we've had people on the, on the um, radios who, who are Muslim saying, "Well, look, mm. they're in the in the middle of both of it because they're fighting themselves to get on the on the train because people are bombing, but they're fighting also because people are wanting to fight them or beat them because yeah. they're Muslim." Paul, listen, think-
11: I've got to move on. Thank you very much. Good point. Well, mate, sir, uh, let's go to David in St John's Wood. David, hi, just get a get a new phone. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, uh, well, the thing that gets me is this Human Rights Act from Europe, uh, which means that we have to... Uh, if anybody who uh, possibly tries to commit an atrocity is injured, they get treated on the NHS. They get treated better than anybody else. That can't be right, can it? Is it time that we stuck two fingers up to Europe, ripped up the Human Rights Act, and told them to get stuffed? Nadine in Slough. Hi, Ian. Hey, Nadine.
16: Right I I've I've just uh, heard the program and there's been an individuals who've come on there and they've asked uh it, are are Muslims actually doing anything about it mm. well there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of uh, base in terms of uh, a lot of scholars who are actually trying to tell uh, these sick-minded people mm. that you shouldn't be doing this of it, so it right. says in the Quran everywhere that yeah. uh, you're not allowed to kill innocent people yeah. Regardless of what kind of state uh, you're in, what kind of state they're in.
11: So no, I've not, I've not read the Quran, but I, I'm aware that most holy books, their, their teachings are one of peace. How, Absolutely. How has the Quran, in this instance, and, and by the way, let's not forget that the uh, number of atrocities over the, the, the centuries have been committed uh, by people claiming to be Christians, not yeah. so much recently, but certainly many hundreds of years ago. How can the Quran have been so misinterpreted by these freaks?
16: It's not misinterpreted. It's, it's actually if if you If you were to actually take a, a bit of the uh, Quran right it's a, it's in Arabic. so mm. a lot of people don't know the language uh, by themselves, mm. especially even even Arabs themselves, because it's in a poetic form. Mm. So in the poetic form it uh, it can be misinterpreted quite easily. but what what is actually happening is uh, certain lines are taken, and uh, if you read only half of the line. You will understand uh, the the subject completely different. Mm. So, so therefore, the whole line is not even looked at, and people are brainwashed out of uh, brainwashed well, into no, you this. No, no, you
11: you're saying brainwashed. I, I'm not sure I'm buying the brainwashed thing. It, okay, it,
16: okay then listen. If there's an if there's an individual who yeah. who is so passionate about uh, the atrocities that are happening on Muslims yeah. across the world, yeah. the uh, kind of imbalance of Power there is in terms of political, uh, you know, wham bam and, and mass and, and so on. Yep. That there is uh, in the world.
11: Do Nadine, you, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry to cut you short. I think I get your point. We've got to go to the news. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What can we do to win the war on terror? Eight. Uh, 9090973 uh, is the cell phone number. We're, we're, we're talking about, I guess, what everyone is talking about across the country. It's on the front pages of all the newspapers. It's dominating all of the news headlines. The war on terror. Are we winning it? Can we possibly win it? Is there any way we can win it if we've got crazy terrorists living in this country, living in this country for years sometimes, born here, a lot of them, uh, and uh, prepared to attack and kill themselves in the name of I don't know what. I do not know what. If someone can phone me up and tell me why they're doing it, I'd be keen to know. 08709090973. Oh, 90, 90, oh it, it, maybe it's Iraq. I mean, it, I, I didn't necessarily agree with Iraq, uh, but they can't be doing it because of that. What? How does? How does blowing up someone on a tube train, innocent people, kids? How does that? What's that going to do with Iraq? I've got an email here. I'm going to read it. It's quite long, but um, there are some interesting points in it. It's from someone who's obviously not been listening. Terrorism. What can you do? First of all. You can stop with the demands that the entire Muslim population apologise or do something about the extremists. Well, I haven't asked for that. You obviously weren't listening properly. Nobody's demanding that the entire British population apologise for what Tony Blair did by going along with the invasion of Iraq. Nobody's demanding the entire population of the United States apologise for what George Bush did. So, why are you demanding that the entire Muslim population apologise for what some people do? I'm not. I'm not asking for that at all. I just would just like, uh, or a lot of people, would like Muslims to put that out and say, by the way, it's, it's, it's not all of us, you know, it, it's only a few, it's only a tiny, tiny minority of extremists and fanat- uh, fanatics. Second of all, I can't believe what I'm hearing. You and one of your callers were actually advocating letting someone die. That will make you... N- that would make you no better than the terrorist. Nice. Well... I d- I don't think you can compare me to someone who's prepared to blow themselves up to kill children. I don't think you can. I take great offence at that. If you want to stop terrorism, stop thinking in terms of skin colour, religion or nationalities and start thinking in terms of human... Idiot. What an idiot. Start thinking of them in terms of human beings. I can't believe you seriously think the Human Rights Act should be tossed. Do you not understand if that goes, your rights go with it. What rights? What rights have I got as a result of that? And I didn't say it should be. I asked the question, should we? Oh, and then then April in the US. Oh, it's an American. Oh, for God's sake. Thank you, April. I haven't got the guts to call in so you send a ridiculous email like that. Uh, who's been on the line the longest? Let's go to Stanford. Hey, Stanford.
7: You all right there, mate? Hello. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know what I mean? It's like earlier on, you end up saying something like about... Walking on eggshells because when you start talking about Muslim extremists or terrorists and stuff, you know what I mean because you know I'm just sitting I'm driving i'm you know I'm just listening to you, and you know that's the kind of thing that irritates me and probably a lot of people you know what I mean you know when like p- political incorrectness just goes wrong, or just goes a bit too far, and I start trying to say something like um like 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 a few a few of your callers saying um mm. you know you can't label." Um, a, a Muslim, um, say, a terrorist, and, like, use the Muslim at the same time, but you've, obviously, you've already made your point already by saying, obviously, it's only them, but it's only them that's, um, controlling this thing at the minute. It's just, like, the other day, I w- went to Alton Towers, and I'm just sitting with my friends and stuff, and we just end up talking about, we just end up saying, my, my mate end up saying something like, um, This is Alton
11: Towers, yeah? Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. we just like you know chilling after yeah. Alton Towers, actually. Oh, okay. He ended up, end up saying, um,
11: "Were you were you um, on the Alton Towers premises, or had you left?" So, no, well, got... yeah, we went Alton Towers
7: for his birthday. Went back to his house.
11: Okay, so he's at his house yeah. after day Alton Towers. But, good, good just, day.
7: We just, we, yeah, it was a nice day. So okay. It was his birthday anyway. Nice one. But we're just chilling, and and he ended up saying, "Man, you know, I mean, I can't believe it, man. You know, only a few years ago we was all at school. I'm only twenty two. We, hmm. we was all at school. We didn't know anything, anything yeah. about terrorism, yeah. anything at all." You know what I'm saying, and I mean, you know, it's like I've got my little brother. I'm sorry, I'm just like I'm just just cool. saying what like how I feel. Yeah, and you know, it's like I've got like my my younger brother. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm thinking, you know what I mean? It's like basically all he knows now that's bad in the world, or like what in his life yeah, he's like grown up to like think like how can I put it? I mean, everything is all about terrorists. Like coming to London, uh, I don't want to go to because because of the terrorists that are there. Because, like, it's like, I'm from Birmingham myself. Right. It's like, at a minute, I'm like, I came down to London, like, yesterday night, and actually to um, work, work in London, but as a 22-year-old guy, you know, I'm I'm kind of scared to, like, walk around London, you know what I mean? I'm scared, scared to actually probably go to the tube or go to Oxford Circus because of the fear of probably terrorism. Yeah. And I know it ain't fair, you know, I know it ain't 100% fair, but, I mean, example, you know, seriously, I, I don't know if i speak to for everybody, but, I mean, tell me who's not scared here yeah, when they see, like, yeah. Somebody who's, like dressed up in a certain way, um, like if, even if even if it is an Islamic way or religious way, um, and goes onto the tube. You know,
11: you know. What I mean, could that happen to me before? Are you sh- are you saying then that we should uh, we should make uh, the veil illegal? <laughs> Ban the veil
7: you know what, bro, I'm not saying, you know, you should make the veil illegal or anything, but it's just, it's the things like, you know, the Muslim community, they can't see the paranoia that, mm. that this terrorism actually yep. got, got how, how far it's actually
11: got. Okay, and- Stanford, I've got to move on. Listen, thank you very much for that. If you, if you could just get to the point a little bit clearer, I'm not quite sure. Apparently he had a nice day at Alton Towers, and then he chilled. Uh, I don't quite know where that takes the argument. Thanks very much, though. Uh, Kathy.
9: Hello. Hello, Kathy. How are you?
11: I'm uh, fine, thanks. How, what do you think about this war on terror?
14: Um, I'm pretty scared by it, but Mm. one of the things I did notice is any of the Muslim people ringing in, they're saying uh, a lot of the time that um, the religion itself is a loving, caring religion, that it doesn't advocate any of the hatred and terrorism. That It doesn't uh, approve of that. What I don't understand is what is it the people want who are, Perpetrating these acts, what is it they want? Well, this is what I was asking that earlier on, Kathy. So passionate. And th- you have to have a very yeah, passionate
11: belief. To blow yourself up. You have to yeah. be quite passionate. I don't know. I, I've asked this question. It's a, oh, we're getting the, the, the cliche, oh, it's it's uh, the war in Iraq. Well, I, hey, I don't agree with the war in Iraq, but I'm not strapping, you know, semtex to myself and getting on a bus. You know, it's uh, well, that can't be the real reason. There has to be more to it well, than that. Is.
14: I suggest you invite some of the militant activists who, who are part of this oh. to ring in. And listen to what mm. they have to say. Yeah. What is it they want? Now, with the IRA, there was a, a gag on them for years. Yeah. Um, I forgot, no, Jerry, whatever his name was, he couldn't even speak. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Um, and that attracted so much. People wanted to hear him because of that. that now, is. what I think, it wasn't until... They had meetings, and people yep. sat down and listened to them, and until they recognised them as a force that needed to be dealt with... Do you agree, with. Cathy,
11: in, it, it, in the days of the IRA, and they committed some awful atrocities, yes, just, um, and I was quite young for most of it, so I was uh, oblivious to a lot of it, but uh, it, it, they had the decency, if that's the right word, without being too flippant, uh-huh. to at least give warnings, yes. to phone up and tip off the police... Yes. It, it, there, there were, again, I don't want to sound flippant, but it seemed like there were rules in those days. No rules today, Cathy.
14: Well, let me just say this to you before you go. Please do. And that is that uh, the IRA wasn't just strictly Catholics, mm. there, there were Protestant right. activists as well. Mm. And uh, I just
11: thought perhaps that'd be Kathy, something. Cathy, I like- I can I just check before before we do move on to, to Ali? Uh, can I ask, are you uh, asking for potential terrorists to actually phone in LBC 97.3?
17: Well, I doubt
14: if any of them would, mm. but mm. if if mm. they did, mm. and g- it'd be a whole
18: new view that we all want to hear.
11: Cathy, thank you very much for that. Let's go to Ali. Hello, Ali. Hello, Ian. Hello.
18: Hello, Ian. I think uh, the answer to stop these terrorist attacks in England or in Great Britain...
11: You've got the answer. Let's hear it. Let's yes. record this. We've got the answer coming up.
18: It's to pull our troops out of the country, to stop the occupation. Of, of, of what? OK, what what... But, but I, I, I didn't... Is Iraq... Iraq's not a 100% yes, Muslim yes, country, yes. though, is it, Ali? No, not no Muslim terrorists, as you say, or let's say terrorists, have attacked England, except the IRA, right. until the invasion of Iraq. OK. The Blair government has
11: brought this upon the people of Britain. I think it's unfair, Ali, to say that it, it's Blair's fault that people are getting blown up in oh, this yeah, country. But, yeah, because... He, I disagree. He, Ali, he I disagree. He, he, I, disagree. I dis- Ali, Ali, Ali. I disagree with the war in Iraq. I think it was uh, I- illegal, and I think it was uh, yeah. sold to us on a lie. But yeah. uh, I'd rather go on marches, I'd rather write letters, uh, um, instead of uh, blowing up innocent children yes, in this I country. Agree,
18: I agree with you 100%. But in, in, in Iraq, every month, 2,000 innocent people die. Yeah. And what happens? Yeah. This dying, the, the massacre
11: of these innocent yes. people oh, it's creates, a... creates these kind of terrorist people. Ali, no. Ali, I'll counter that. I'll counter that. We weren't in Iraq, yeah. On September the 10th or 11th, were we? No. We and yet, and yet, that was one of the worst terrorist yeah, atrocities attack, ever committed attack, ever.
18: That attack, attack wasn't. That attack happened in America. That happened
11: yeah, in yeah, America, but, but they were they were they were Muslims, happened. Ali. No, oh,
18: yeah, but before Justified. September 11, America was
11: still, was still. Uh, punishing all... Oh, so Muslim Ali, so, b- the so basically, the your, your reasons that, for, for these attacks, they shift and, and fit... with If we pulled out of Iraq, there would still be attacks and you'd still find a way of justifying it.
18: Ian, yeah, if
11: Britain is Iraq,
18: right? As I'm a Muslim, I'm a Turkish Muslim, right? Right. And Islam is a very deep faith. Right. It's very loving, right? W- but, but, but... When people, Muslim people suffer... Around the world,
11: yes. There, America, but there are Christians. America, there are America. Christians in Iraq as well, Ali. Yes, I don't see yes, Christians yes, going America, around but killing people. At the same time, yeah. P- uh, Muslim people they can turn right. to be very. Aggressive. So, Ali, Ali, you're ju- you're justifying you're justifying the, the, the terrorist attacks, are you? No, I'm not justifying. No, but, but it I, sounds no, like it no, sounds no, like you no, are justifying no them.
18: No, not in no way.
11: I, okay, are you them. are you going to denounce them? Of course, I will. Every kind of terrorism. Understand? But it, 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 it sounds, like, it it sounds so like, but you're phoning up with excuses for them. No, it sounds like you're justifying I'm it, sorry, Ali. Just and say something, Ian. We are creating them. OK. I'm not, I'm I not sure... I don't agree with you on that. I don't agree with you on that. I'm not sure I do agree with you on that, but it, it's, it's good to get your viewpoint, Ali. I've got to move on. Thank you. All right, Ian. Bye. There we go. 0870-9090-973 uh, uh, is the telephone uh, number. Uh, is the telephone number. Oh, I- I- Ian, did you... Ian... Oh, I don't know what that was about. We've got some text coming in, but um, take no take no chances. Show these scumbags that we British ain't scared of nothing. Um, mm, mm, okay, well I d- I'll go through those uh, a bit later on because they're a bit confusing. Oh wait, coming up after the news at eight o'clock. Uh, we'll be asking: Should women, um, older women, uh, late thirties, early forties, should they be allowed to have babies? Uh, we're doing after eight, though. So keep your calls coming in uh, on the, the war on terrorism. And what can we do? And do you think the government is doing enough? It's <laughs> the travel news now. Here's Alan. And oh, we've still got those massive problems. OK, don't forget, after eight o'clock, we're going to be asking, should older women be allowed to have uh, uh, babies? Um, because the countess of Wessex, Sophie, uh, who's 42 years old, is going to be having a baby. Is that too old? Is that fair on the baby? Uh you can call in and book your place for that now if you want. 0870 90 90 973 nine seven three. Eight four eight five oh is the text number. Um and you can email Ian at lbc.co.uk. dot Uh I want to get through as many of these calls about terrorism before eight o'clock though. Let's go to Adil. Hello, Adil. All right, how you doing? I'm, uh, all right, what can I do for you?
13: Um listening to what you're talking about really. Yeah. Um, I think it's fairly repetitive. Um Okay, we'll we'll change it. Well it's not a matter of changing it, it's a matter of these people well, not, you're,
11: hang on! You're phoning up, saying it's repetitive. Well, then well, say I mean, say something that's not been, say something that's not repetitive. Then go on. No, well,
13: <laughs> it's been talked about many, many times before. Well, it's
11: an important thing, isn't it? Adil? Of course it is. Well, but okay. at,
13: the, at the end of the day, these people are not going to stop because there's a zeal that they've got, and because of the foreign foreign policies and stuff. I mean, obviously, you know about Iraq,
11: and I uh, do know about uh, Iraq. Adil, I don't know what you're saying. What's your point? Are you phoning up to say that the show is is boring? Uh, Are you phoning up to say that we're all speaking cliches? Or or, or, or are you saying that you you know why it's happening? What what are you saying, Adam? I don't know. This is my opinion, though. You know, I just think that... Well, what is your opinion? You've not actually said anything yet. Well, if you let me talk, then I'll tell you. I let You've you had three minutes already. Talk,
13: say something. (laughs) These people, they're not going to stop. They will just carry on doing it. Just like, um, they've got the zeal in them. You know, they're quiet, they're stealth and they'll just carry on doing it, because of what's happened in the last four, three, four years in other Muslim countries.
11: And is that, is that, so is, is that your point, Adil? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, good day to you. Sorry, we we wasted valuable airtime for, for that. Someone to phone up and say we're being repetitive, and then just say something that I've heard a million times already. If, if you are phoning up, do, do do listen to what's been said so far and, and try and take the argument just a little bit further. Uh, and maybe, don't, don't know if i oh, well, it's, it's uh, because of the, the war in Iraq. Well, but that may be it. I don't think it is. I think there's more to it than that. John is in the Northwood. Hello, John. Uh, hello, Ian. Um, I usually call
3: at the other end of the day, sort of uh, talk to Nick in the morning. OK, yeah. Uh, no, no it, I, I don't know
11: it. Uh, Gordon Brown, he hasn't done much. I mean, what can he do? Really? He could come out and make a statement on TV and say, I'm the new Prime Minister, I've re- only do- been doing it a few days, I'm sorry everyone, this is happening, we're doing our best. Well, that's, but we, that's all he can do, really. To be fair to him, that's exactly what he has done. Uh, has he done that? Well, in that case, well, I, he I missed because,
3: that. Because, uh, I mean, he came out and made a sort of very sombre statement and said virtually nothing I mean it's actually been a refreshing change that he's not sort of jumping up and down and, mm. and issuing sort of sound bites and mm. trying to sort of look good in front of the cameras and smiling a lot or or remembering not to smile I mean he's naturally a bit of a miserable so and so anyway mm. so it's quite suitable um, at, I, I mean I did see him on Sunday morning I mean he, he was on Panorama I think uh, no uh, 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 with Andrew Ma I think and mm. um, he didn't say much then but I so I come back to my main point what can he say and what can he do
11: well, if he has come out on television and uh, and spoken uh, addressed the nation, then I do apologise. I missed that. Uh, I'm disappointed with, with with Jackie Smith, the new Home Secretary.
3: There's not much I can say about her. Again, she's only been in the job sort of uh, well less than a week, obviously.
11: Um, well, but- come on, what they need to do, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm I'll be honest, John. I haven't got the answer. I don't know what the answer is. But they should be out there uh, being visible. They should, Jackie Smith should be on the television saying, OK, this is what we're doing. Instead of just saying, we will not be intimidated, we're British, that, she hasn't got to live in the real world. She doesn't have to get the tube every day. She doesn't have to get on buses.
3: But those of us who do do live in the real world, Ian, what can we do? I mean, uh, I think it, it, it's uh, some of us are going to feel frightened and very afraid and possibly not want to leave the house or go to work or anything, but most of us are going to get back on the tube and yeah. catch the flights and sort of get
11: on with John, how are you body. feeling? Are you feeling? Are you feeling intimidated or, or nothing? Not, Changing? I'm not, not desperately worried.
3: I mean, um, we've heard all this before. I mean, I'm not deeply cynical. I mean, there, obviously there is a threat, and mm. uh, seriously, if a if a bomb goes off and somebody attempts to drive into an airport in in Glasgow or anywhere for that matter, it, it's deeply worrying. Especially if you're caught up in it. And I mean, if those bombs mm. had gone off on Saturday night or whenever or Friday Friday night, then then of course it would be July the seventh all over again. But I mean, apart from saying be vigilant. And um, all of us, sort of, if we suspect anything, tell the police and the authorities. I honestly don't know what the answer is,
11: either. Do you think we're all getting a little bit jumpy? Because we've had a case, I think it was Hammersmith this morning, where there was a suspect package, it was just a bag, someone had let... Are we going to return to the days of the late 80s, where uh, any suspect bag was immediately, train stations were closed down, uh, things were... controlled explosions... I remember that happening. I remember that.
3: Well, it all got a bit ridiculous last year, when, uh, you know, there was a scare at the airport, I think it was last August, and of course then, suddenly we couldn't take anything even as simple as a uh, a, a bottle of water or Thing, and mm. the, the re- all the restrictions on the size of the bags. I mean, to be honest, all it did was put me off flying altogether, because mm. I just sort of think, well, I, I, I can't be bothered, you know. Well, John,
11: if, if you put off flying, at least your carbon footprint's going to be smaller. Well, it will be. That's something. Thanks very much. Let's go to Paul. Paul.
3: All
19: right. How's you doing? Uh,
11: g- get to the point, Paul.
19: Right. Um, uh, it was something you said uh, right at the beginning of the programme about the Human Rights Act. Now, one of the main rule that, or the main law that has to be looked at is you can't send somebody back to or to a country where they fear they may be harmed or killed. Apparently so right now that is the problem now if you remember about the te- the uh, the guys that hijacked the plane a few months ago
11: yeah.
19: uh, they hijacked the plane they left them sitting there for days and basically they were allowed to stay in the country because you can't send them back to a country where they fear they may be harmed or killed mm-hmm. so this is that's the one we've got to look at now there's nothing wrong with going to a country and helping people defend themselves against people who are trying to overtake the, their country or their bit of land or whatnot but we have to put us we you have to change the law on you can't send somebody back to a country where they... Because f- at the end of the day, if they're coming over to this country doing what they're doing in the name of terrorism, all they're doing is they're turning around saying, you can't send me back there because I-, I might be killed. It's a dangerous country.
11: Well, I just think, Sodom, put them in prison for 20 years, then send them back. If they get tortured, I don't I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You know you know, the prisons are overcrowded and we can't put any more prisoners in prisons and they're going to use uh, prison yeah. ships and they're putting people in police station prisons and they're letting uh, criminals uh, and muggers and violent criminals uh, mm. uh, just get off with community service. You yeah. could solve the prison crisis in one fell swoop. Every uh, immigrant that is in prison, uh, that is, uh, a lot of them are here illegally, a lot of them have committed murders and rapes. The yeah. ones that have committed murders and rapes, send them back. Exactly. And you'll clear away a third of the space in the prison straight away. 100% beyond you. Paul, thanks very much. <laughs> Look! Okay, let's, uh, get through as many of these calls on terrorism as we can. Let's go to Hasib. Hello, Haseeb. Hello there, Ian. What's your point?
8: Hello, yeah, um, um, I wanted to answer your question about why it's all happening. Okay. Um, why is it all happening? Well, basically, what's going on is basically you've got people that go to these lectures in mosques and whatnot, um, and they become very passionate. Um, and then there's people there uh, in these gatherings, and they're very vigilant of who you know who's they can be easily manipulated. Um, they usually go to convert uh, convert people to Islam. And, well, do, do you know? Do you,
11: I mean, have you seen these people?
8: Oh yeah, I've seen people that so, are very what they call it um, very extreme.
11: What they so say you to- you know who these people are. Well, not specifically who these people are, but, you know... Well, not the people are, involved in, in, in anything over the weekend, but you know, you have seen uh, these extremists yeah, that, that yeah, promote I, terrorism.
8: I, I, well, I've had very uh, intense arguments with these people. And, of
11: course, you, you've reported it to the yeah. police, haven't you?
8: Oh, no, well, well if, if these people you, haven't made claims that, oh, I'm going to go and well, do
11: this. They've made well, well like hang it. on a second, Haseeb. I can well, hear people at home picking up the phones now, screaming at the radio, saying, if you know the people <laughs> that are, uh, and let's use brainwashing, even though it's a very lazy term of something I don't quite believe in, if you know the people that are manipulating these youngsters mm. or the, I, I, to becoming terrorists or suicide bombers, then it's your responsibility, Haseeb, to report no, no, them I, to I, the I, authorities. I, I, I
8: totally understand that, I totally understand that, but there's, um, there's two approaches you can take to this. You can either go to the police and say, look, so-and-so is uh, yeah. holding this
11: view, Um, and then- Or you can- you can do absolutely nothing.
8: Well, where are you gonna go from that? Or, on the counter, which is what I do, is, uh, uh, debate with these people- You can't- as uh, if-
11: you can't debate with these people. You can't uh, debate with- that's not gonna change their mind. You need to be reporting these people to the police. You'd be surprised the amount of people's, uh- You haven't converted one person. I- Ian, (laughs) I've- trust me, I've debated with a lot of people. Well- well- well done for you. Go and report them to the police, you fool. Imad. Yes, hi, Ian. Hello, Imad, we haven't got much
1: time. No, uh, it's, it's good to hear from uh, myself. I'm uh, actually, I'm I born in Baghdad, and I'm oh. obviously a B- B- uh, British, uh, yep. uh, and I'm very f- proud
11: to be a British. Excellent. Uh,
1: just a couple of a quick point there. I okay, we've all...
11: literally got a minute.
1: Okay, the Iraqi war is to do with Saddam Hussein, really, and we're very proud that the American and the British went on and, okay. and they cleared that country. That's one thing. Honest, there are still some thugs there, yes. to be honest with you. And the, the, the country will be cleared, yes. and then they're doing a great job. Well, I, are they
11: yes. doing a great job, or have they completely right. no, muffed I, it up I, and I, turned I, it into a massacre? I, I, I don't know. Uh,
1: as far as the uh, the global, I think there's a the global, to be honest with you, yep. uh, issue with 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 this in uh, with the Islam and they're trying to control the whole world, and I yep. uh, and you know it's 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 scary, it's really scary, like the Christian did it about yep. 2,000 years ago. Yep. And I think there is a move all over the world, yep. uh, regardless the Iraq or Afghanistan, whatever.
11: OK, Imad, listen, uh, great point. I've got to move on. Thank you very much for that. Uh, maybe we'll speak to Inga after the news if we get the chance. After the news, though, I want to talk about uh, older women having babies. Is it right? The Countess of Wessex, uh, Sophie, Prince Edward's wife, she's 42 years old. 42, really? Wow. Uh, and she's going to be having a baby, her second baby. I think it's her second one. That can't be right, is it? Should women be allowed to have babies in their late 30s, early 40s? Are you an old mum? Have you had a baby later than all of your friends? 0870 9090 Maybe you've got a friend who's having a baby and you think, I think she's a little bit too old. Give me a call. Let's hear your views and your stories on LBC 97.3. <laughs> 870 90 is the phone number. 84850 oh, is the text. I think the text... I'm not sure. Is it 25 pence and normal cent? I don't know. Don't tell I you. Me. I don't want to have a whole Channel 4 News thing on me back. Uh, and Edom at lbc.co.uk is the email address. What we're talking about in this hour, reacting to the news that the Countess of Wessex... Sophie, married to Prince Edward, are they still around, those two? I thought... I thought they'd gone. Maybe they're a little bit jealous of the attention that Wills and Harry have been getting recently. Uh, at the age of 42... I'm surprised she's that that old, I'll be honest with you. But at the age of 42, she's going to be having her second child. Now, obviously, as a woman gets older... Uh, there are, there, are potentially more difficulties and more problems that could arise during uh, uh, labour, uh, during the whole pregnancy uh, and childbirth. Is it right that a woman in her forties is having a baby? Should that be allowed? Should there be an age limit, uh, at which point you can't have babies? Are you an older mum? Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. How did it go for you? Was everything all right? Did it go smoothly? Were there problems? Do let me know. Or maybe you're a child of an older parent. How has it been for you? Has it been harder for you? Has it been difficult? Has it been different? How did you get on at school? 0870 9090973. Let me know. What I really want to get on this, I really want to get uh, your stories on this, uh, your points of view. What's happened to you? Uh, or maybe it hasn't happened to you and you just want to talk about it on the radio, 870 They do say that th- the th- your 30s are the new 20s. And, of course, we're getting younger, older. So maybe I- I- I've got an old-fashioned head on this. I remember being a kid. 40 and 50 was old. You were old at the age of 50. You And old people in their late 50s and 60s looked like old people they looked small and wrinkled and they'd sit in corners with canes they'd have little hats and and leathery skin but nowadays people in their 50s well they look like they're in their late 30s so maybe things have changed maybe things are different now 0870 9090 is the phone number and if you're a fan of big brother keep listening cause we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on as well johnny's in kentish town hey johnny hello hello what can i do for you
20: I was going to say, if, like, the woman in question, if she gave birth to some kind of animal, like a giraffe or kangaroo or something, rather than... Yeah,
11: get lost, Johnny. And, uh, if you're going to find me to be stupid, I'm not in, in the mood for that at all. Uh, let's go back uh, on the subject of uh, terrorism. Let's speak to Jackie. H- Hello, Jackie.
17: Hello, Ian. Hello, um, Jackie. A first-time caller. I've been listening to your show for quite a while. <coughs> and um, this subject about the terrorism, because um, I just wanted to say that my I myself became a Muslim eleven years ago. You
11: converted to to I Islam, did, yeah. okay? And can I can I ask why?
17: Because I I read about the religion and right. I believed in it. My mm. my older sister became Muslim before me.
11: Could tell us what were you brought up, up as?
17: I wasn't really brought up with a particular religion, right? And I was never thinking about becoming a Muslim, you know, okay. becoming religious. Yeah. But i um, I decided to become Muslim, mm-hmm. and then. Um, to be honest with you, when I read about Islam, I never read anything into Islam about terrorism. No, and suicide is wrong, and so is uh, murder.
11: This is what so this I is what I've heard so that suicide that suicide yeah. is considered a sin in Islam. Yeah, it is. So how is the? I, I, I'm guessing. Murder, well, how is um how have the teachings of, of uh, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, how have the teachings of the of him been perverted and distorted to such an extent that people misinterpret them and think It's okay to to kill yourself and, and at the same time, kill other people.
17: To be honest with you, I don't think these people are acting on, you know, Islam, anything to do with religion. I don't know why, I don't know why they, you know, they would do such acts. Mm. But I'm, I'm, today, I've just got really, I mean, I've been listening to this subject about terrorism for years. Yeah. And today I just got really, really fed up and I thought I'd give you a ring because I, I always listen to your show and, you know...
11: Well, Jackie, listen, thank you very much for giving us a call i, I really do appreciate your input all like right and look after the little one there thank you oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call we are trying to move on. I know that everyone's very keen to talk about the terrorism because it is um well it's 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 scary, isn't it? I think it's scary. I don't want to t- terrify anyone but i it, it's um I'm frightened. Uh, and it's on the front page of all the news, and it's very current. If we can, um, we'll take a few more calls on that, but I don't want the whole show, uh, to be about, uh, the war on terror. But, um, looking to speak to older mums. Now, Samantha, are you an older mum?
14: Not yet, darling. I mean, I'm 37, and, and I made the conscious decision not to have kids until, um, I'm old enough and responsible enough to look after them. And why
11: I'm why did you still. think that?
14: Because... You know, I, I you know I used to go out a lot as a, kid, as a teenager. You do, and when you're in your twenties, yeah. you're too busy socialising. Yeah. And I didn't want to have a child and then resent it from stopping me doing what I wanted to do. Right. And so, you know, I'm 37. I still haven't had kids yet, mm. but I would like to.
11: Mm. Um, do you, Do you see that happening at any point in the near future? Because you are getting to uh, the, the limit, where a lot of people would say, "Hang on, that's just not fair on the baby."
14: No, and and you're right. You are right, because there is more, there is, you know, there's a higher risk of things like Down syndrome Mm. and stuff like that. And also, you know, I'm conscious of my body clock, and I don't want to leave it too late. But it's, it's, you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I may not be lucky enough, I I may not meet someone, you know, I don't know.
11: Are you you with a man at the moment, Samantha, if you don't want me asking? No, I'm
14: not, I'm single.
11: Okay. But
14: um, you know, I mean, my parents are both retired. They're both in their seventies, and do you know what? Mm. Actually, I'm proud of my parents because New Year's Eve they stay out later than I do.
11: Oh, really? They're hardcore. Oh yeah. The thing is, when I was so they're in their seventies. What they were? They were what in the early thirties when they had you?
14: Well, they they I've got an older brother. He's, he's um, four years older than me. I was right. adopted.
11: Oh, okay, okay.
14: And you know, um, I, I I was fortunate enough that 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 they you know that they chose me. But they they. Wanted a child, you know, they wanted a brother and sister, you know, the, or the son and daughter, and, you know, that's, that's how it's turned out for them. But mm. if I can't have a child of my own, that's one thing I'd like to consider. I would like to consider adoption.
11: What would you say get is... penalised for that what, as well, because what... you're older. Oh, really? Well, oh, then, yeah. if you'll get penalised for that, then maybe there is something in it then, because I guess these people who, who uh, uh, run the adoption a- agencies must know uh, what's best for the child. What is the cut-off point for for adopting a child?
14: I'm not 100% sure, but I know the, like, the older you get the harder it is for mm. you, um, because, okay. you know, th- like you say, you know, this is, this is the topic of conversation. Yeah. Older parents, um, for some reason are penalised for leaving it later in life. Well, the
11: thing is, you do they have to can't. put the child first, and, you know, Absolutely. If, if, if you, you can't have a, sev- well, I'm saying this, you can't have a 70-year-old running around with a nipper. Isn't Des O'Connor just had a, a, a baby or something? And he's yeah, yeah. 72. Uh, now, that, ca- uh, that, I know his, his wife is, is something like, like, 26 or something ridiculous okay. like that. But... <laughs> That can't be fair on the baby to have a 72 year- old dad
17: but then
14: again, what you said was true you you, you, the, you know the 70 is the new 60. <coughs> people age better nowadays you know my, my nan when she was in her 70s, was definitely a nan. My dad in his 70s is a granddad and he's still mm, mm. Yeah, he's, he's fit he's healthy mm. thank, you know thank goodness
11: what is the age um, what's, the, the, what's the oldest amount that you would consider having a baby yourself physically passing a baby 40. 40? You that wouldn't is, go any older that, than that. that?
14: No. That, that is the... the when, okay. I, when I was younger, I said, I'd like to have ch- children before I'm 40.
11: Yep. OK. Well, Samantha, listen, it's really interesting to hear what you've got to say. Thank you. 870 What do you think about what, what Samantha had to say, then? 40? 40, I... I'm not sure. I, that's getting close to what I consider to be the cut-off point. I, I, I think mid-30s, really, is uh, when a woman is physically at her peak. When I was a kid... I mean, I was born uh, when my mum was in her early 20s, and that seemed to be all of the rage. It seemed to be de rigueur in those days. Why are people having babies later in life? And if it's just because a woman wants to have a career, seriously, can a woman have a career and have a baby? Surely, not surely, I'm asking the question. I don't know the answer. Can they have both? Or d- does the choice have to be made to have one or the other? 0870 9090 973 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. 84850 is the text. Uh, ian at LBC.co.uk. Can women have it all? Let's go to Keith. Keith, can women have it all?
5: Well, we seem to be, but uh, there's nothing wrong with having a child that's uh, up to like what, 45?
11: Well, that can't be right. That's just ridiculous, Keith. No, it's not. Tell me your let's story. Put in, well,
5: let's, well, let's put it this way, um, my ex and myself, we had, uh, a a, cha- a child late in life.
11: Yeah. How old um, were you both?
5: Well, I was only thirty-five, but like, she was forty-two when she gave birth to our son. He was, was perfectly healthy. Well,
11: you're very lucky. Congratulations.
5: Um, and he's very bright, and like, she turned around and said to me that, like, now, she's got more patience.
11: Mm. Uh, yeah. I suppose that's something. That, 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 yeah, that, that the patience and uh, a better un- understanding of the what tolerance. life is all about.
5: Yeah, the tolerance of the ch- uh, what the child's going to do and everything else is greater.
11: But but, ch- but when she, w- w- when she's sixty, he's going to be eighteen. Yeah, and I suppose he can look after mum then, couldn't he?
5: Well, I said, well, you, you look at it. A d- look at it a different way. Yeah. Um When I was born, my f- mother and father, God rest their of them. But like they were thirty-seven and thirty-eight when I was born.
11: Mm.
9: So
5: I've got older brothers and and an older sister, but, like, you know?
11: Well, 37, I think, is all right. I think once you're getting to to 40, and you're getting beyond 40, I think then you're playing a very dangerous game,
5: Keith. Each to their own, but, like, a friend friend of mine, well, a friend of mine, she had a baby, um, what, 11 years ago. And at the time, she was 49 when she gave birth. Well, I,
11: to be honest, Keith, I've got to be honest, I think that's that's absolutely quite selfish uh, and unfair on the child. Keith, I've got to go. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's the Travel News now. Is it Will? Yeah, it is. Well, Will, away we'll... well, you go. Thank, thank you very much. If you're, you're catching a flight, he... <laughs> Ian, I'd rather see a 40-year-old than a 14-year-old with a pram any day. I, yeah, I, I, I guess there's something in that. But maybe, I'm not saying 14, but maybe it's better to have the baby younger. Because then you can kind of identify with it. 18 year olds having babies, it wasn't that long ago that they were young. So they're 20, the little babies too. They can identify better with the two year old than, say, a 40 year old can, than a 50 year old can. And also, have the baby when you're young. I'm just saying, I'm not saying this is necessarily what I, uh, I believe in, I'm just putting it out as an idea nine973 Let me know what you think. Have the baby when it when you're young. In that way, it's out of the way, and then possibly you can start a career. Uh, if you can text him, what, what, what I'd like to know is if you could text him, please. At what age you think is the the the, the maximum age that you is acceptable for a woman to have a baby? If you text that in eight four eight five, do include your name and where you're uh, you're texting from. Uh, in the text, just so, um, I'll, I'll be more inclined to read them out that way. It makes it a little bit more human. So what age do you think is the cut-off point, the maximum age, that a woman should be allowed to have a baby? Text that into 84850. And are you an older mum? G- give us a call. I really want to talk to someone, uh, who's an older mum. 0870 9090 I tell you what, after, after half past, I'll let you know what age I think sh- the cut-off point should be. So text, texting, you, uh, what you think. I will have a, a, little fun there on the text. Uh, Shirley's in the Dartford. Hello, Shirley. Hello,
21: Ian. Hello, Shirley. I'm a first-time caller. I just, I, I had my, my child when I was in my twenties. Right. But, um, Parents today, um, if they're working, yeah. they really feel sometimes that they need to be. Um, they feel they want to have a child before the biological clock stops. And um, when, when does
11: when does the biological clock stop? Well, and can you it, wind it up again?
21: Well, it, well, it doesn't wind up again. But it's, no. I think it's up to the the, the, per, the woman to decide if she wants to have a baby in her forties. Then. That's up to the, well, the, the the woman. Would you would would, I, would you I say? I personally
11: wouldn't have wanted would one would in you, my 40s. Would you say that it's all right for a woman to have a baby if she's forty-nine?
21: Well, if a woman of sixty-two can have a baby, well, that, that's obviously that.
11: That, that's, that wasn't that the woman in Italy who, who there was had one artificially inseminated. I don't quite know what the story was there. I've not, um... No. But 62, you'd have to agree, 62 is wrong. Well, That's just wrong. Having a babby at 62 years old? Well... No, that's not right. I
21: I personally wouldn't have wanted one at 62. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted one at uh, 40. I mean, I had mine when I was in my twenties. But the thing
11: is, Shirley, you know, you know that as a woman gets older, uh, the, the the chances of there being a, a problem with the pregnancy or with the actual birth, they the, the chances of that happening increase. Yes, uh, it does. So it it can't be fair on anyone involved. And also, you have a baby when you're fifty. You're gonna you're sixty years old. That that kid is ten years old. That's not fair on the kiddie. You can't run around the park. You can't be uh, carrying them and lifting them. Up if you're 60 years old.
21: Well, uh, it depends on, on how fit you feel at 60, doesn't it? How fit you are. It, uh, I mean, who who can tell how a, a woman's going to feel at 60? I think you know it?
11: at 60 she's going to feel a little bit more knackered than she felt at 30, <laughs> isn't she? That's, that's obvious.
21: <laughs> I mean, as I say, personally, I wouldn't want one at at six. Okay.
11: Well Shirley, listen, thank you very much for that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Tina. Hi yeah. Hi Tina, what have you got to say?
14: Well I'm a first time caller and I've listened to you for quite a long time. Thank you. And I think you're brilliant. Thank you. Um but I've got to disagree with a sort of age limit of forty two or something like that. Okay. I'm not I don't have children. I'm forty one. Right. And um I'd have loved to have had kids when I was in my 20s and stuff like that, but I waited, um, because I was always taught that I had to go to work and earn a living, and I wanted- I'm quite old-fashioned, I wanted to wait until I was married and-
11: Yeah. Well, well, well done you.
14: Yeah, but now, um, I'm actually being discriminated against at the age of 41, because I can't have children now, for whatever reason.
11: Well, what, what do you um, mean you can't have children now, for whatever reason? Is that a medical well, reason? or? I-
14: yeah, medical reasons. Okay. i need to have, um, help, basically. Okay,
11: with okay. IVF treatment. Oh, with I guess. the IVF, okay. Uh,
14: yeah. yeah. So, uh, But you're
11: being discriminated against why? Because you can't get that on the NHS? I can't get it on the NHS, because I'm too old. I am right. too old when I got married at 36. Do you know what? Do you know what? The, the, um, the IVF? Yeah. Part of me thinks, and this may sound harsh, part of me thinks, well, why should it be on the NHS? Well, I... If you can't... In, in the olden days, you couldn't have a kid. And I don't, I don't want to sound cold or heartless. I'm I'm, I'm I'm just playing this idea around in my head. In the old days, you couldn't have a kid. It was tough. You know, uh-huh. you, you, you didn't have kids. Or you went and adopted. There are thousands of little kiddies waiting to be adopted. Yeah,
14: that's true. Mm. But it's, it's extremely difficult mm. to be able to sort of go through that process mm. because it's not made easy by councils and all that sort mm. of stuff. Oh, no, of, of
11: course it's not. Of course it's not, and I, I, I appreciate that. But, but the, the IVF, very, very expensive. And should it really be given on the NHS when there are people who are not getting uh, cancer drugs because of the, the, uh, the cost of those? No,
14: I, I agree from that point of view, but it's all down to money at the end of the day. Mm. And I think... Exactly. You should be able to... The age limit for me... Um, was 25 to 35, right. and I got married at 36. Yeah, um, and I didn't want to have children straight away, so I waited. Um, and by the time I was investigated and everything, I was too old. Right. So I think that that is discriminatory. Um, and I think that there should be,
11: um... But the medical, I, but the medical profession know that when, when you're older, there are more risks involved in having a baby. So it, it's right they have a cut-off, surely. And
16: that's something, yeah, that's
14: something that I've considered as well at, at the age of 41. But mm. I think everybody is individual, mm. and medically, um, women are... Some women are more able to, are going to have a higher success rate, and others aren't. Mm. I mean, I've had two IVF attempts that have failed, mm. but... Um,
11: and I've paid for both of those myself. Okay. Well, but Tina, h- how much is it, how much does the IVF treatment cost? Very quickly before we move on. Uh,
14: about
11: five thousand. Wow, Tina. Listen, thank you very much. For that five thousand pounds. I-, I seriously think that we shouldn't be giving that away on the NHS. Five thousand pounds treatment. Th- there are people. There was a story in the papers some time ago about a woman who couldn't get the cancer drug treatment in her uh, her county because the county ruled it was too much and uh, it cost too much and they couldn't afford it but yet we can give 5000 pounds to people to have a go at getting ba- babies and there's no guarantee it's going to work that doesn't seem right to me uh, am i being a bit too harsh Oh, wait 709090973 is the telephone number uh, don't forget to text him what age do you think uh, the cut off point should be for women to be allowed allowed to have babies. You can text that in to 84850. If you are texting in, uh, make sure you put your name and where you're texting from. Uh, Vanessa.
14: Hi.
11: What's your story, Vanessa?
14: Um, I'm, I am actually an older mum.
11: Okay. Can I ask how old you are? Uh,
14: I'm 45 oh, at
11: the moment. And, um, um, and what age did you have the, 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 the babby? Uh, I had
14: my last son when I was 42.
11: 42. Okay. So the same age as the, count- the Countess of Wessex. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes. Th- is there a stigma attached to to being called an older mum
14: um i was actually called an older mum when i had my first son at 29.
11: Uh, really
14: believe it or not okay yeah. so um no there hasn't been and there's been i've got three children my son at 42 was my last right and there has been loads of positives from having my son late i had all the medical concerns that everybody would have over 40. yeah i had all the tests that i possibly could have mm. to make sure i'd ruled this out mm. as much as i could and I guess the only thing that, um, maybe I'll sound a little bit harder having, um, a child later is that I don't physically have the stamina that I had when I was 29. Well,
11: well that's, that's, that's an important thing. You, I, I, you know, I, I was cutting down, um, going slightly off, uh, thing, I was cutting down a tree in my mum's garden today, and after ten minutes, I was knackered. And I'm 34. At the age of 24, I could have done it quite easily. At the age of 44... I wouldn't even attempt it. So running around with a little nipper when my little nephew uh, comes around, he's two years old, he is exhausting. I have him for like three or four hours. I'm exhausted at the end of that. Having a little two-year-old all the time, I don't think I could do that in my 40s. I do not think I could do it.
14: I'm not sure, though. The reason why I don't have so much stamina is I'm also a career mum.
11: Right. So
14: I have uh. work four days a week on quite a high-pressured job that I have. Mm. So I'm trying to juggle three kids plus four days.
11: Can you have road. both? Sorry? Can you have both, the kids and the career? A lot of people would say, well, you're being you're being doubly selfish, you're an, you're an older mum, and you're working all the time, so you don't even see them.
14: Yeah, well, actually what I did was, um, I guess I advanced my career as much as I could until I got to a certain point, and then I recognised I had to make sacrifices, mm. and the sacrifice I made was my career, so I took a couple of levels down um, doing the job I do currently so I mm. can get the better balance in my life, mm. and it's hard, it is mm. hard, mm. but those mm. are the choices that I make, mm. and... I guess the challenge is I come home from work and a lot of people would put their feet up. Yeah. I come home from
11: work and my day finishes at 11 o'clock at night. And uh, they're, all, they're all well, healthy and happy, are they?
14: They are. Well, I'm being extremely lucky. And I have to say that my yeah. last son I consider as a bit of a gift.
11: Yeah. Well, that's... that's Vanessa, listen, thank you very much. That's the main thing. Well, I mean, is she right? Is she right, having a baby at 42 and having a career? Or is she being incredibly selfish? 0870. Nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Let's uh, have a little look at some of these texts here. Uh, Twenty five, uh, Max. Now I don't know if that's that's from Max or if that's the maximum age. Um, I think sixty five is the maximum age to have a baby. Says Greg in stains. Uh, my wife wanted us to have a baby. She's fifty three. Um, uh, let's have a quick look, um, uh, Ian. You'd better hurry up. At thirty four times running out for you. Uh, Ian, I had my baby when I was 19, and I think the cut-off point should be 35, says Sarah in Watford. Have the baby as late as you can. You've done more, know more, have more, and can give more, says Stephen Kelly. Well, there's something in that, isn't there? I think 40 should be the cut-off age, uh, says Louisa. 40, says Anna. Um, if the cu- if your mother had you at 20, the cut-off age should be 19, says an idiot whose number ends in 8189. "So Thank you very much. Um, we'll do some more of those in a minute. 0870 That That guy's just texted me. Spent 25 pence of his own money. Thanks very much. I don't mind. More of a calls after the news. Uh, you can uh, call us tonight, 0870-9090973. The text machine is up and running, 84850. We're getting your texts in at the moment. At what age do you think is the maximum age that a woman should be allowed to have a baby? And how do we stop women, after that age, having babies? Because it's selfish. It's selfish. Uh, having a baby is quite a selfish act anyway. Doing it uh, beyond a certain age is incredibly selfish. Because you know as well, if you have a baby in your, your late 40s, early 50s, even later than that, at some point in that person's life, probably earlier on than it would be expected, maybe in their late teens, early twenties, they're gonna end up looking after you. Now that can't be fair, can it? That has got to be the most selfish act you can do. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Are you an older mum? Did you have your baby uh, I don't know, like I think we can open this up a little bit as well? Are you an older dad? We mentioned Des O'Connor. He's fathered a child at the age, I think, I think, 72. I saw him on the Countdown show today. I, he can't look after a nipper. He, he could not run and pick up a ball. I'm sure of it. He could barely sit at a desk and say words. Oh eight seven oh. Nine oh nine oh nine seven three. your chance to uh, get your views aired on LBC 97.3 London's biggest conversation let's go to heather hello heather hi
22: Ian. hello good evening, good evening. Uh,
14: well i'm a young well i consider myself as a young mum i'm 34 and um what? i've got three sons well you're not consider it as young
11: 34 no i would i would not consider 34 a young mum no
14: well I've got three boys, and my eldest is 13, so I started in
11: early... Oh, so, you, okay, so, well, in that case, okay, yeah, you started at 21, okay, yeah.
14: Yeah, and, um, I think it's a decision you make based on how you're actually brought up. Right. My mum, under last of four... Yeah. My mum had me at 33, yeah. and I have such a good relationship with my mum, who's now 67. Yeah. And so, my ideal age was 33, because I know what kind of relationship I have with my mother. Right. So, um... I wouldn't expect to go anywhere further than that. Mm. And my other view is, when I hit 40, because I see 40 as quite a milestone, I don't want to be doing any nappies or having to run around after a child. I want to be able to relive my life. So I've had my team. um, I had my child at 21. I was working, so I didn't fall into a catch-22 situation. I'm I'm in a full-time job, three sons. Husband, full time job, full time housework.
22: Mm. I get on with it. It's not easy, but I do it. Heather,
11: would you, Heather would you agree? There's a, an argument is uh, in favour of the older mummies that yeah. we we would you agree with this? We're getting younger, older.
14: Um, the people that I've kind of met during my work experiences, that is true. Mm. Um, and they don't look the as you said earlier. They do not look what your class as their age.
9: Yeah. Mm. They look
14: a lot younger, a lot fresher. I think people are taking more care of themselves. Mm. Um, so I don't really think you can put an age on when you should stop having mm. children. Mm. Um, I think it, it really depends on how you feel, how you live your life, mm. and what you want. What you want from it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have a, like family members who have had children later mm. on, and it, they have <laughs> they have gone from fresh and young to sort of like stern and. You know, because it's almost like I've lived my life and I thought I could deal with this and they've gotten there and it's like, I'm not dealing with it properly because I'm not as young as I used to yeah. be and I can't run around and do what I would like to do. Heather,
11: very quickly, go- going off topic ever so slightly,
14: Yeah. have
11: you been watching this series of Big Brother?
14: You know what? I've got so much things to do, I don't watch it.
11: <laughs> D- yeah. I-, no. I-, I don't know if anyone's watching it at the moment, but I- I've, got- I've got all the papers here. The fr- the, the, let's have a look. Let's go through the front pages. Okay, it's not mentioned on the front page of the Sun. The front page of the Star is all about Big Brother. Charlie will win Big Brother. Emily reveals truth about BB plot. It's on. It's on the front page of most of yeah. the papers. If it's not on the front page, then it's uh, y- you go in and it's it's uh, it's there. It's it's there. Page three, page four, page five. It's it's Big Brother, Big Brother. Do people still watch it? But is it anything new? Isn't it uh, not just the same no, rubbish? Nuts and sluts. People? That's all. It is nuts and sluts in yeah. there.
14: Yeah, I don't watch it. I think that life is too important and yeah. too It's, it's
11: too so precious, things. isn't it? Yeah,
14: yeah. sit there watching them
11: and then watching them sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've got a friend um, uh, who who will stay up all night and he'll watch. Is it? I, I think it's on the E4. Though. He'll watch people sleeping, <laughs> the Big Brother people. He doesn't break into people's houses and watch that. That'll be weird. But he watches the Big Brother people sleeping. And you say, "Well, why are you doing that?" Oh, well, something may happen. Well, if it does happen. Th- then it'll be in the main Big Brother show, but go and get a life. No, have a hot chocolate and some cookies and go to bed. Heather, it sounds like good advice. Uh, I might uh, indulge in that later on. Uh, 870 uh, 9090 are you an older mum? Do you regret having a baby in old life? And fellas, I, wanna, I want you to let me know what you think about older mums. Do you think it's right? You've been a bit quiet on this one, chap, so come on. Keep the side up. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Let's uh, you can text them as well. Uh eight four There's some text here. Um sixty nine. Oh okay. Well done. Well done. Thank you. You got me there. Forty one. Uh should be the age. Ian forty would be the top age for me. Says Lindsay. Thirty three from High Wickham, married, no kids yet. <laughs> Um, Ian, I find it more offensive that girls can get breast enlargements on the NHS. So, giving that it is a genuine medical problem, not being able to have a baby, I find your comment harsh, that IVF should not be given. I'm not saying that it definitely shouldn't. I'm just, I'm just kicking the idea around. Um, the cut-off age is, uh, I, I would, okay, people sending in stupid. You, you can waste your money and send in sending stupid texts, I don't mind. Oh, uh, we can, we can, we mentioned Big Brother there briefly as well. We we, we can talk about that. Are, are you watching it? Is any, I may be uh, doing something with Big Brother at some point in uh, the next few. Weeks. Uh, g- give me some clues. What What are the main talking points in Big Brother? Has it been as good this year? Has it got too sensational this year? Are you watching it? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine, oh, nine seven three. And who are the characters? And who do you want to win? Uh, let's go to Marie. Hello, Marie.
22: Hello.
11: H- who do you want to win the Big Brother? I
22: don't watch it. You uh,
11: know, like your previous course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think boring. I'm not, I'm not sure anybody's watching it. Okay. <laughs> I was phoning about the mothers. Yes, Marie, sorry to I don't to...
17: think you should have
14: really a cut-off point. right okay. All right, then, my mum had me when I sh- she was 17. Yeah. I had my daughter when I was a bit
22: older. Yes.
14: And she, being a younger mum, she had to go out to work, do things. I still end up sometime not seeing her.
9: Right, yeah.
14: You understand me? Yeah. Um, I'm an older mum, mm. and the situation had it that, during recession, mm. I didn't get back into my profession. mm but I was there. I was able to talk to my daughter. Yeah. Um, relate to her at school. Mm. I had certain amount of experience. What age did
11: you have your your child, Marie?
14: What, what age? Yeah. I was um twenty nine. Twenty
11: nine. Okay. Okay. And you consider okay. that an older mother, would you? Um, I was a more mature okay. mother. Okay. That's I a went th- to college. I, I, I see. I, I think me. the per- I think the perfect time is either do it in the early twenties. Uh, or, th- probably because you're, you're probably more financially sound and a bit more worldly-wise, I would say late 20s, early 30s, or between 28 and 32. That sounds to me like a perfect time to have a child.
14: I don't think it really matters, because at oh, the end does, of the Marie. day, um, if you are an older, think of it this way, you become a grandmother, Yeah, you're there still catering for the child, mm. the grandchild, mm. while your daughter or your son is at work. Mm. And you're. Does that happen? Th-
11: I, I don't know if that happens anymore. I don't know. It does, uh, I think families it does, are so does. spread out that. They, do, 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 do people really dump the kids off uh, with, with the grandparents during the week? Does that happen?
22: No, my daughter saw her grandmother and her okay. grandfather.
9: Okay.
14: And they got a good relate. Well, we all got a good relationship. We talk and everything. And you see a lot of elderly woman pushing pram yeah. their grandchildren yeah. Yeah. so them being
22: older don't make them encrypted or whatever right they're older
11: i'm like not saying that them. old people I'm, I'm listen i'm not saying that an old person is in-cripid. Uh mm. what what i am saying is that uh, yeah sure a, 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 an elderly person a, a grandparent in their 50s or 60s they can look after a, a, a kid for a day they can look yeah. after a kid for 4 or 5 but permanently really 24/7 i don't know if they can it's I don't think they've got the I stamina, can't really Marie. Say
14: you should have a cut-off point because some older should. people is really young. You see them jugging. You don't see young people jugging. I see quite old people juggling, jug- jugging juggling along the street. Yep, yep, yep. I'm um, doing exercise, keeping you are as young as you feel. So, you, 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 so, so you've seen
11: things? older people. I've not seen any older people uh, uh, jugging, or doing exercise. I've not seen yeah, that. I don't think.
22: 50s. Up to the other day, I saw two jugging along the street, and And they
11: were doing exercise, weren't they? Yeah, because
22: I hurt my back. Right.
11: (laughs) You know what I mean? When was the last time you (laughs) exercised? I haven't. You you never have. Join one one of them, Jiminy Bobs. (laughs) Marie, it's been great fun talking to you. (laughs) And you too. Bye bye. (laughs) Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number, John. Hi. Hi, John.
2: Uh, I've got a couple of points. Well, one main one, but I'd just say, if it's okay, start with that. You know, I think saying that an age that people are allowed to have children, I mean, we're losing so many rights as it goes. Yeah. You know, putting a right on it is a bit tricky, but... Well, I think you
11: have to, you, you, have, you have to, there has to be a cut-off point, where you have to say, yeah,
2: no! Personally, I, I, I would say kind of mid-30s, but I think the point I, I want to say is yeah. that quite often by having a cut-off point, Mm. but quite often people, women especially, obviously, reach that age and need, want to have a child, so they wind up having a child with someone they don't necessarily want to have it with. Right, And then ultimately the relationship goes bad and the environment's worse for the child. So if they're older and they are with someone they want, they're going to give that child a better family uh, unit. And ultimately that is going to build a better human, I suppose. So... You know, they might be looking after their 70-year-old mum, but, but they might be more, I don't know, feel more kind but, of...
11: Uh, but would, it, would an 18-year-old, a 20-year-old, really want to be lumbered with looking after mum at no, 60, 70? No, that doesn't no. seem fair, John. No, 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 it doesn't, but... It's not you,
2: fair. I think
11: you, if you, you'll,
2: you'll find that a hell of a lot of parents actually had their kids for that reason.
11: To, to, to look after them, I think they do, and I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong, yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, I bet if many parents actually asked, why did they have a child, Mm. there will probably be selfish reasons, will not they? They will not say, I wanted to give someone a
11: life. Yeah, John, I think you're right. Thank you for that. Let's go to Ingrid. Ingrid. Hello? Hello, Ingrid. You're on the radio. What can I do for you? Yeah,
14: and I'm just going to, I just, to say that I had my fifth baby when I was 43, so I don't actually think there was any cut-off point. Well, I think,
11: well, there isn't, but there should be. Why? Well, because you, at 43, you're too old to look after a baby.
14: I'm not too old. He's 17 now. I'm 16. He's fine. I mean, never any problems with me at school, looking old or anything like shall
11: that. I tell, shall I tell you, did, was there a stigma attack? When you went to the school and you were an old lady and there were lots of young young mums there, did did they say anything? No,
14: because um. I, I didn't look an old lady. I'm an old lady, although I'm 60. I'm well, am
11: 60... All, all, all due respect and agreed, 60 is old.
22: Well, I
11: don't think it is I'm well, quite you, young. No, you, well, it, it is. I'm not, I'm not being rude, but but sixty years old. Well, I
14: like, well, I don't think it is. I don't well, feel old. I mean, uh, well,
11: I, it is though. It, it is. I know you don't. You don't think it. I'm, I'm not picking on you, but it, it, I think if you asked anybody under the age of forty uh, was sixty old, I think they would uh, all say yes. Well, I mean, I, I don't think my sinus seventeens get any problems. They
14: so you no know, problems. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's all problems now with these mates coming
11: round mm. and whatever. Shall I, tell you what, shall I tell you what I think the cut-off age should be, Ingrid? What? The maximum, maximum, maximum age that a woman should have a baby is 42, and that's uh, in real special circumstances.
14: Oh, well, I was only a year older than that, so I'm well, not the,
11: too bad. Well, but you're still beyond the cut-off point. <laughs>
14: oh, OK, all right. <laughs> well, if you say
11: so, but I don't think I am, but there you go. Well, but, but you are beyond the cut- Yeah, so I'm not being pedantic, but you are beyond the cut-off point that if, if I said it at 42, then that you would have been beyond it.
14: Oh, OK. So, you said
11: that's it. 42 is the death. That's the 42. I, I think it's 42. Is, and we're getting some text in, 84850. You, you can text in, uh, let me know what you think the cutoff age should be. 42 should be the maximum age that a woman can have a baby. And have you been watching Big Brother this year? Any good? <laughs> it's the travel news now. Here's Will. Thank you very much. Heathrow Terminal. OK, uh, eight, four. Yeah, 84850 is the text number, 0870 973 is the phone number, ian at lbc.co.uk uh, is the number. Uh, we spent the first hour uh, talking about the war on terror. We may come back to that towards the end of the show, if there are people, I know we had a lot of calls on that. We may dip back into that in the last hour of the show. Coming up after nine, um, what do you make of all this weather? Scarier? Was it global warming? Or is it just natural? Are we just having some freaky weather? And is recycling going to save the planet? I'm not sure. We'll talk about that after nine. Uh, in this hour, though, we're, we're referring to the story uh, that's in the papers, uh, it was in the standard, I think, and it'll be in the papers tomorrow, that the Countess of Wessex, Sophie, married to Prince Edward, at the age of 42, is having her, uh, I think it's her second baby. The 40s and the new 30s. We're getting younger, older. Is it right that old women should be allowed to have babies? What is the cut-off point? I've already thrown my hat into the ring. 42. 42, and that's in extreme, extreme circumstances, should be the maximum age that the woman is allowed to have a baby. Uh, you've been texting in on 84850. Your suggestions of what the maximum age should be. Um, uh, I'm 38. I have five children. The first at 18, the last at 30. I'm glad I had my children early, as I can still enjoy my life. Um, 35 max. My mum had me at 42 and my sister at 46. She was a menopausal maniac who made our lives hell. Um, okay. Uh, you can email as well, ian at lbc.co.uk if you want to. Uh, who's been on the line the longest? Uh, Lucy has. Hello, Lucy. Hello
9: there.
11: Hello, Lucy. What can I do for you? Oh,
14: yeah, I just wanted to say, I think 42 is a good age. I'm, I'm 42 um, myself. It would be nice to have been able to have got pregnant, but unfortunately I haven't
11: been able to. So, um, Is I that is that for medical reasons?
14: Uh, well, just, no, actually, I've had lots of tests, nothing wrong with me, but just... It's to
11: just me. not happened.
14: Well, no, well, I, in fact, I did wait until I was about, sort of, 38. Right. Because I wasn't with the right guy. Yeah. But well,
11: that's irresponsible there, isn't it? Mm. Have funny. you heard... Someone called in earlier on and said that there are a lot... I, I, I didn't know... I don't know this is true, I thought this was just a, kind of a sex and the city fantasy. Uh, that there are a lot of older women who mm-hmm. uh, are just uh, either paying men... Uh, or just sleeping around, or getting a friend just d- to have sex with them, just to get them pregnant. I- have you heard about this?
14: Well, it, there's a, there's a um, programme, I can't think what well, is it's one of the... Oh, is it um, Coronation Street? They're doing that line at the moment. Are they really? I've not
11: seen Coronation Street for about a year and yeah, a half now. I died, and often, yeah, when they
14: died, it's the blonde girl that works on the bar pregnant, because she's desperate for a child. Really? So, uh, yeah, but uh, anyway...
11: Lucy, listen, thank you very, very much That's good to talk to you. It's a bit, bit quiet on the line there, so we're, we're going to go to Trish. Hello, Trish.
14: Hi. Hello. Um, I had my baby when I was 34. Right. And my husband was, um, 36, 37. Mm. And, um, we were always being thanked for his grandparents. No, you weren't. <laughs> it, at 34? <34, laughs> at 34. Do you, do you look
11: particularly well, haggard, the pair no, of you? No,
14: I don't think so. We're 52 oh, and 57 God. now. Well, I'm, and I'm so,
11: 34, and if I had it, I, <laughs> I haven't got any kids, but if I have a kid, I'd be terribly offended if I was... Uh, was that your, so what, people would come up to you in the street and say, was that, is that well, your, your no, grandson? If,
14: if we were out with him, yeah. and, uh, you know, people would, and they'd chat to him and everything, and they'd say, oh, your grandson, he's so lovely, and we used
9: to say... Oh, oh. no. And, um,
14: my husband and son fish. I mean, my son's eighteen now, and they were fishing the other day. And my husband went off to pay, and he was charged the pensioners rate.
11: <laughs> oh, really?
14: <laughs> but uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't leave it any longer. Yeah, I, I, I,
11: 34 to me. It um... can
14: be pretty. I mean, he's eighteen, and we've got all those worries about. You know, he goes out with his mates, yeah. and all those terrible things that are happening these days.
11: so how so you're so you're 52 now i'm 52
9: because
14: i think as
11: well the thing is i I just thought this when when you're 18 year olds are involved that they uh, can can come into contact uh with uh, a lot of extremes of youth pop culture for example um uh drugs pop concerts staying out all night you know these things these things happen I, i think if you get too old late fifties, early sixties. You're so far removed from that. Well, you're completely out of touch no, with what I mean, going he's through.
14: A, he's been to download and he's been, I mean, he went to download. Da- he
11: downloaded what? Uh,
14: to download festival.
11: The festival. You see, I- I'm already out of touch and I'm 34 years and old. Been,
14: and he's been to meltdown.
11: Right. And You uh, are saying those words as though you're not quite sure what they are, <laughs> Trish. Well,
14: yeah, I mean, you know. Have
11: you ever been tempted to go to a festival with him?
14: Um, no. No, <laughs> No, mud and tents and things. But we... I mean, we have a pretty good time with him. Mm. But, uh, you know, most of his friends' parents are a good ten years younger than we are.
11: Was that weird, though, hanging around outside school and you're hanging around with all these these 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds? Well... There were there were a few of us. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, Trish. Very quickly, have you have you been watching any of this year's Big Brother?
14: Well, I'm, I must confess, I'm actually I've, I'm suffering from a temporary lo- loss of sight at the moment. Why? What? What's happened? Uh, well, um, I've had some hemorrhaging in my eyes. Oh my god. See, and I've been off work for about two months now but I'm going into hospital to have it fixed so I'm glued to my radio. really So hang on, can you see nothing at all well it's just like looking through fog wow think, at the moment is that, is that,
11: is that, that must be uh, quite scary I'd well, it,
14: it's not so bad if you're. I'm mean, at home. Yeah. I can't go out. No. Get run over. But um, if you know where everything else, is, if if you know God. where everything is in your house, you're all
11: right. <laughs> yeah. And, and is, is they they can treat it. It's going to be all I right. Is it? Going to be fine. Okay. Well, but best th- of luck with that, I Glued to LBC. All well, noon, and night. Fantastic. Well, well, you keep your dial on ninety-seven point three, Trish, and I hope it goes well for you.
14: Okay. Thanks. Take
11: a lot. care. Bye bye. I'm surprised no one has phoned in and said, um, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm loving the Big Brother." Which makes me think maybe it's peaked. Maybe it's past its sell by date. 0-8-7-0-9-0-9-0-9-0-9-7-3. Are you a fan of The Big Brother? I am surprised, genuinely. The three four people I've asked on on the show, uh, uh, none of them have been watching it. And yet, you get the front page of The Star, it's all over the front page. The, the, one of the papers, is it The Star? Yeah, The Star is giving a pull-out uh, about Big Brother every single day. 0-8-7-0-9-0-9-0-9-7-3. Jill!
14: Hello, Ian. Hello, Jill. Hello. Um, Ian, I I do watch Big Brother. I catch up occasionally.
11: Oh, okay. So you're, you're the first Big Brother viewer we've had.
14: Have a look. Yes, I do. I, I'm not glued to it. I think it's hilarious that people do actually, I'm told. Mm. Watch people sleep.
9: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny.
14: Anyway, I was more uh, ringing about the um, age, for the upper age for women to have children.
11: Okay. You know? Forty-forty-two.
14: Uh, Well, um, I I was working it out. I'm in my 70s now, and I had my children between 21 and 31
9: Mm.
14: over a period. And I was thinking... That sounds about right. To be actually uh, honest with myself, I was thinking, my first grandchild was born... um, He's 25 now, so he was born when I was 45. Right. And I seriously um wouldn't have relished mm. being his his main carer mm. for you know permanently they're
11: exhausting oh they're so tiring they're i love it when when Dylan comes around i love it I, it's yes. the best thing he's 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 yes. too uh, uh, the best thing but god almighty I'm, when he goes i just sit down have a big cup of tea and, and f- almost fall asleep Mind you, I'm
14: surprised at you. You're only a, a young.
11: Well, I'm 34 and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel it, I'll be honest with you. <laughs>
14: and the other thing I want to ask you yes, is... Yes, Jill. What is the upper age range, then, for men?
11: Um, 55. Why? Why? Hmm. Well, because the, the men don't have to go through the physical trauma of childbirth and, and the, the actual carrying of the baby... Uh, So they they haven't got that physical side effect. And also, men are fitter longer, generally. Mm.
14: Hmm. I was just
11: saying, mind you, they die a lot earlier than women. Uh, Well, that is statistically true, Jill. (laughs) I've got to go to the break, but thank you for that. Well, there we go. I've put my cards on the table. 42 uh, for the mum, 55 for the dad. What do you think of that? Am I out of order? 870 9090 Let's go to uh, Rose in Dagenham. Hello, Rose.
22: Hello, good afternoon, yeah. Good evening. I was just a first-time caller to your programme. I was just listening while I was driving on my way home.
11: Right. R- Rose, that- you, are you on speakerphone? Can you put the phone near your mouth? Because it's a terrible line. Hello? Hello, that's better.
22: OK, yes. I was just driving and listening to um, the age of the kids. Yes. So I had my first child when I was 24, so my child is 22 now. Right. My next one is 17, and my last child, my love child, is four. Right. Well, oh, I had that child when I was forty two. Okay,
11: so that's that's the maximum cutoff point if I became the king.
22: Yes, but the thing is it's not the age because you look at some of these kids who are having kids and they can't cope either. Right. They're not coping. So if you were to balance the table and you're gonna put some person to really yeah. say the cutoff age is forty two you know the career-minded woman, because I'm a career person, is yes. going to go later on yes. age, because they're going to feel that the career comes right. first. Yes. And then we're in a better position. Well, the,
11: well I think we would agree, Rose, that the perfect age, the perfect yeah. age, uh, uh probably physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially, to have a child for a woman, is between 28 and 32. No, that that's well,
22: that, yes. that's putting too much pressure.
11: Well, I'm not. I'm not saying. That, I, I'm it just saying that four year window. That four year. That four year window is probably the perfect time, statistically, for a woman to pass a baby.
22: Okay, so what are you saying? What I'm picking up is that past the age of forty-two, physically you're not capable. Correct. Or mentally you're not capable. Correct. No, but I think that's really unfair because. Well, it's I, not unfair.
11: Uh, it's a. It's, a, it's nah. a fact. It's a fact, Rose.
22: How many... Look at the age of retirement. Let's go to the age of retirement. Yeah. I think you talk about 65 and the child... Well, no, it's
11: here. not. It's, it's retirement. It's, that a, that. retirement is 60 for a woman, 65 yes, for a again. man.
22: But You're still working. You still have to have some form of strength in which to go on. Isn't that what?
11: so? so if Ro- you're Rose, you're, you're saying, hang on, five... you're saying that if you can work at 60, then you can bring up a five-year-old. Is that what you're saying? No, not a five-year-old.
22: I would go 60.
11: Well, then what are you, what are you saying?
22: I'm saying that 42 is just not putting an age limit. 42 isn't, is... Once we, yeah. once we go
11: over the 50 bracket. Okay, 50. what would you say? Okay, then. What would it's you say? You okay. It's how you... Will you... Will you, you. Answer, were you shut people. up? What would you say is the maximum age a woman can have a baby? I
22: wouldn't put an age
11: limit. Well, what would you say? Would you say that 60's all right? No, I wouldn't go... Would you, would you say that 50's all right? I wouldn't go past 50, but I would So you'd put... say 50 is the maximum age?
22: I would, I would say, yes, definitely. Well, and okay. you don't,
11: you don't think that, that, you don't think that that's dangerous? No. Rose, Rose, you're an it's... absolute idiot. Let's try and squeeze in Victoria. Victoria, we haven't got much time. You're watching Big Brother, are you?
22: Oh, uh, yeah. Is it, is <laughs> it any
11: good this I'm an idiot. Sorry?
14: year? Sorry? Is
11: it any good this year? No. No, I have to
14: say, I'm about, I must admit, I'm about ten episodes behind, or, 10, right. you know, programs behind.
11: I'm Sky Plus. 10. Oh, you're not Sky Plus. Just, just go, go and watch it tonight. You don't have to do the Sky Plus.
14: Well, no, I'm normally quite busy when it's on and I I can't be doing with,
11: you know, building my life around the TV. I watch it when and if I've got the so time. So you you you're, you're, you, you're sorry, I've got to go, you can't be building her life around TV, but she's got ten episodes of Big Brother to watch on the Sky Plus. Okay, in the next hour, what do you make of all this weather? The floods, the weather today was all over the place. Is it global warming? Find out after the news. <laughs> Just, uh, a nice cup of Roy Bush. Thank you very much for that. <clears throat> uh, Rogers emailed him. So uh, let's have a quick re-pa- recap. What we talked about the first hour, we talked about um, the terrorism, the war on terror. Apparently, I've just been told there have been thirty. Oh, I, I left that in there, so I'll come and get that in a second. Sorry. Uh, oh, you can bring it. There have been thirty reported uh, incidents. In the, was it thirty reported incidents? Is it in the southeast? Yeah? In the southeast this evening. Of, I guess, suspicious packages, suspicious cars. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you think. Hmm. Okay. well, it it does make you think. Anyway, so we were talking about that. that Last hour, we were talking about uh, older mums. What is the cut-off point that a woman should be allowed to have a baby? I think it's 42. I think if a woman has a baby at 50, she's being incredibly selfish, and it should not be allowed. (coughs) Big Brother, we've not had many callers phoning in, so yes, Ian? i'm enjoying the big brother this year I, I i'm i'm making we had one woman who had ten, she her life isn't ruled by tv she said but she's got 10 episodes of big brother on the sky plus what's that all about 08709090973 are you watching the big brother are you enjoying it is it as good this year or have they gone uh, taking it a little bit too far but i tell you the thing i really want to talk about in this last hour have you seen the weather it's insane at the moment Floods all over the country. Brilliant sunshine at some points. It's July. It's July. Sheffield was closed down because of floods. And we all laugh about it. We all laugh about it down here. I think it's a bit funny. But did you see it on Sky News the other day when they were in some poor so-and-so's house? The guy was downstairs in his living room. The water was up to his chest. His chest. That's not right, is it? Why is that happening? Is that global warming? Is it something that we have caused? Do you remember the hole in the ozone layer that was getting bigger? Do you remember the, the hole in the ozone layer that was getting bigger and bigger in the 80s because you and I were using deodorant? That's not been mentioned for a long time, is it? The the, the greenhouse effect. That doesn't get mentioned anymore. So, could global warming just be a new fad? Does it really have any effect on, on, on the weather, on the way we live? Or is it, and this is what I think, I think that the changes in the climate and the weather that are happening at the moment are completely natural. It happens. The weather changes over millions of years. Over hundreds of thousands of years. And we're just going through a change. We're coming out of the end of an ice age. And the ice age can't end until the polar ice caps are completely melted. It's just a natural phenomenon recycling isn't going to stop it you getting on your bike to go to work isn't going to stop it it's going to happen whatever we do 0870 do you agree with me Is there any point in recycling? I don't think there is. I do it. I do it because I'm told I have to do it. It's drummed into my head that I have to recycle, so I do it. I don't know what the end result is. They chuck all the stuff into the back of the same van. Well, I don't know where it goes. I I I don't think they. I'm sure they just put it in a big landfill. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Who is to blame for global warming? We'll speak, to, um, we'll speak to Paul in a minute, in, in Archway, who's uh, a big fan of the Big Brother. Uh, but first of all, you could win a Chevrolet Matisse crammed full of things that you can buy at Croydon's Whitgift Centre and Phoenix Croydon Chevrolet. This is all next week on uh, London's Biggest Conversation, LBC 97.3. One of the fastest growing radio stations uh, in the country. From next Monday, you can see a five-door Chevrolet Matisse jam-packed with goodies. Just tell us how much the car and its contents are worth, and you could be driving off with the lot. Now, that sounds, um, a bit tough. Well, y- you can find some clues. If you visit our website, lbc.co.uk, you can find... Oh, I want my one of those Chevrolets. Those Chevrolet Matisse. Have you seen those, Alex? Have you seen them? Yeah. They're probably... good, are they? Oh, I'd like one of them. Not allowed to enter it. We're not... We're not allowed to enter it, because we work here.
23: Political correctness gone mad. It is! We're
11: not not allowed to enter it. But you are. If you're listening to this now and you don't work for for LBC, you can enter it. If you want to find out, uh, get some clues, have a look at the website, lbc.co.uk. You could drive off with a brand-new car, with Phoenix Croydon Chevrolet, the Whitgift Centre, for the biggest choice in town, and London's LBC 97.3. Paul! Good evening! Okay, if you're just going to mess around... Not having any of that. Karen. Hello. Hello, Karen.
14: Hi. Are, are,
11: are you an older mum?
14: I am an older mum,
11: Okay, yes. go on, tell, tell me the story. Well, I don't feel it. Tell me yes. the story.
14: Well, I'm 42 and I've just had my first baby.
11: You've just, well, you've just had your first baby. Yeah. Are you planning on having more?
14: Um, I don't know. We'll wait and see.
11: Okay, okay. <laughs> well, everything went well, everything well and smoothly, didn't it?
14: Everything went really smoothly, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I, I was really fortunate. I, I was able to have a natural conception mm. really quickly. Um, had a normal birth and, um, baby's healthy.
11: Why did you wait till you were quite old?
14: Um, circumstances, really, I guess. Right, You know, work, busy work with work, not Mm. finding the right partner. Yeah. Um, just life, I think people's lives tend to, um, push all of this stuff a bit further on in their life nowadays. Yeah,
11: yeah. Would you agree, though, that, that, that if you get much older than 42, it's a little bit selfish, isn't it?
14: Um. It's interesting because I had this conversation with my partner about um, having a child. Maybe in some respects, is is a selfish thing, no matter what, at, at any age. Mm. Um, but the minute that you have the child, suddenly it's 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 selfless. You're not selfish at all anymore. Right. It's all about the child. Right. And I think that if you if you are older, um, I mean, I think. You know, if I were to have another child, I'd probably want to do it sooner rather than later. Right. And I wouldn't leave it very much longer. Mm. Um, and I think that, yeah, you could be pretty selfish if you, if you progressed.
11: Karen, what would you say is the maximum age for a woman and a maximum age for a man? Because I do think there is a difference between the two.
14: Um, oh, I think for a maximum age for a woman, personally, I probably wouldn't push it beyond 45. Right, yeah. Um, for a man, interesting one, um... The man's got (laughs) to, in the old school, um, provide for the woman.
11: Well, a a man, a a man um, is producing uh, fully functional uh, uh, sperm into his seventies.
14: Yeah, but is it about? Is it about? You're not talking about um, the physicality of it. No, I'm not. Because, no. I mean, yeah, okay, you know, I was able to have a natural conception, fortunately, but a lot of people, much, much younger than me, mm. have to go through mm. all sorts of things to get mm. to get where they are. Mm. But what, the other point I really wanted to yes, add um, was, you know, is it about age or is it really about health and someone's state of health? Because, you know, there's people, I don't look my age. People no. are really surprised when they hear how old I am. Okay. Um, also, you know, I'm obviously in, in reasonably fit state, mm. but um, there's a lot of people who are in their 20s who aren't. There's yeah. a lot of people who are ill with diabetes, or yeah. obese, or whatever. They can't run around and look after their kids, um, you know, even, you know, whatever age they are, if they're in yeah. their 20s or whatever. So, surely it's about how health fit and healthy, um, you know, a person is. Karen,
11: thank you very much there. Karen, they're saying that, that fat people and people with diabetes perhaps shouldn't be allowed to have children. What do you think about that? 0870, 9090, But I do really want to talk in the last hour. I don't forget, Clive Bull's under 10 o'clock. Uh, if you want some more serious debate, then uh, uh, listen to Clive through the night. Uh, well, through till one o'clock. And then it's, it's Bill, is Bill back? I think Bill Buckley's on from one. Uh, I do want to know what you think about this whole global warming. The whole weather thing has gone insane. John, John the weather has gone mental, hasn't it?
20: It certainly has, Ian. Um, and I, I'll tell you what I think's making it worse now. Yeah. Is these, these outdoor heaters that they have outside oh.
11: pubs. It's just... You're just pumping they're, they're heat tight. and gas. You might as well just... You might as well just get a load of gas and, and and let it off into the air.
20: Exactly, just pumping heat straight up into the air. Ridiculous! You know, I heard that, um, that that each one of them pumps out about the same amount of of um, what do you call them as a car does doing six thousand
11: miles a year. Really? Yes. It would absolutely uh, insane. And yet you go, they're all outside these 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 trendy gastro pubs and all these uh, fancy chains of. of uh, are you getting, well, 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 go, go and put a jumper on. Or sit inside? Holy moly, yes, I agree with you completely there. Uh, uh, John, listen, I've got to move on. Thank you very much for that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. something. think. Were you out in the weather today? Did you see the hailstorm? I was out in Slough. Um, and it, it was it was thunderbolt and lightning uh, and raining at about half past four for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then it moved on. And a friend of mine phoned me up just after, about 20 past five, so maybe about 35, 40 minutes later, and said, I'm in London, I'm in West London, The, the, the storm here is absolutely terrible. She left the kitchen window open, there were hailstones all over the kitchen floor. I can't be right, can I? I was driving into the storm. I was coming from Slough, uh, 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 well, uh, just north of Slough. So coming along the A4, M40, A40, driving towards London to get here to obviously do this show for you tonight. And it was brilliant sunshine where I was, and I could see that over London it was pitch black, pitch black. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Were you out in the weather today? Did you see the hailstorm? Were you in it? Why is London flooded? Oh eight seven zero. Nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What can we do to stop the global warming? I don't think we can do anything. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we can do anything. Living live in first floor flats. I think that's the safe option. Watching these these poor beggars on uh, Sky News where it's all flooded. First of all, if you know that you live near a river, move. If you live in low lying land, move. If you live on the ground floor, move. That seems obvious to me. Oh eight seven oh. 9090973. We'll speak to Eleanor uh, in a minute. You can text as well, don't forget. 84850. And the email address, if you want to email, it's free. Ian, I-A-I-N at lbc.co.uk <laughs> It's the Travel News Now with Will. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, Thursday night, it's a very special guest coming from, uh, a guest from America, Joe Laven's, a uh, ufologist, uh, an expert on UFOs um, government conspiracy. He's interviewed uh, hundreds of members of the military uh, who claim to have seen UFOs, as well as civilians. Uh, and uh, he, he, he's really clued up. He's, I, I, I think, I've not read his book yet. I'm hoping he's going to send me a copy. We should be getting it tomorrow before he comes in so I can skim through it. But um, he's seen leaked government documents relating to UFOs. So that's Joe Lavens coming in Thursday night. I think about eight o'clock he's going to be on. So, um, something to look forward to. At the moment, though, the two main talking uh, talking points for the last, uh, 40 minutes. Eighteen past nine already. Where's it gone? So much more I wanted to talk about. We didn't get to, uh, we've not mentioned. We've not mentioned the smoking ban. We've not mentioned the, the, the Doctor Who and the BBC and their bomb blast. not mentioned Pete Doherty. Maybe we'll do those tomorrow. Who knows? We Maybe we'll squeeze some of those in. I don't know uh but uh, the main talking points at the moment big brother are you watching it is it any good this this uh, this time around I think it's longer this year than it's ever been I think it's like three or four weeks longer is that too long have we got bored of big brother why do we find it fascinating and they are nuts and sluts that's what they are why do we find it fascinating watching a group of freaks? vaulting around in house it's on the front page of nearly all of the papers are you watching it are you obsessed with it one woman we had phone up she's got 10 of them on the sky plus she's gonna watch them all in one go are you one of these obsessives that watches e4 have you had enough of Davina? i've got to be honest i've got a bit of a soft spot for Davina. i do think she's beautiful i do think she's beautiful i wait 70 i think there are more people in it this year as well aren't they what does Big Brother say about human nature, about us, about me, about you? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three eight four eight five oh 90, 90 at Ian at lbc.co.uk. The other uh, talking point uh, in this hour is global warming and this weather. I'm looking out now. Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of cloudy. It's kind of overcast. It's July, everybody. It should be a warm summer's evening out there. I think it's time for us to wake up and smell the coffee eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three Global warming—is it actually happening? Does it exist, or is it just a natural phenomenon? Do we really have any effect over it? you? You, you putting your, your your plastic melt bottles, your, your little tinfoil trays in the recycling bin—that's not going to change anything. Eleanor, you're in the Highgate.
14: Hi. Hi yeah, I'm all right. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Quite rightly so. Where is all this recycled garbage going? Yeah. And, you know, really, what effect will it have in the long term on this so-called planet of ours?
9: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
14: I don't, I, you know, where paper is concerned, I burn it or I compost, you know, the food and I shove it in the garden because it just happens to be good for the garden. Yeah. But I am not buying into this whole nonsense. About, you know, can't fly, mustn't drive my car, not buying it, and I agree with you 100%. It is basically Mother Nature doing what Mother Nature does. And as you said before, the polar ice, ca- ice caps will be melting, and there's nothing we can do to stop that.
11: So d- does it get on your nerves, Eleanor, when you get I all of these people saying, uh, w- w- well, you've got to be doing this, or we've got to stop... Carbon footprints... Carbon footprints is the, is the big new trendy phrase oh. to bandy around. And if you're going to find an aeroplane, you should plant two trees. Well, it where? Doesn't- where? exactly where. It doesn't make where? any difference whatsoever.
14: I in central London. No. I'm in Regent Street at the moment. No. Where should I plant the tree?
11: Well, I don't think you, you physically do. <laughs> I, think you, you go, you, I think you pay a company 200 quid, and they go and uh, uh, supposedly, Plant it for you. Not,
14: not buying it, Ian. Not no. buying it, and I won't buy into it because mm. uh, you know, uh, you know, with all of these so-called scientists who say, um, you know, that this is what we're doing. You know, most of them work for the government mm. that are mm. actually pushing forward mm. all this propaganda, mm. and I'm just not buying
11: into Elena, it. Eleanor, can you can you say that for a second, tr- tr- Tracy? Do you agree with Eleanor?
14: No, I think she's talking a whole load of nonsense about recycling. Actually, why like I spent my day. At um, a recycling centre today. <laughs> um, and are you still there? I'm just, i just in a, a whole day at a recycling centre. What for? To, to see what they do with the, the stuff that we send to recycling centres, basically.
17: Okay.
14: Um, um, and they, they do, I mean, I, if we don't recycle, where are we going to put it? In landfill? Well, that's where it goes, because well, the majority you know, of them, we very, uh, recycling does not end we're up... Running out of we landfill landfill. We're running out
9: of landfill
14: sites. We're running out of landfill sites, for one. Mm. Because the government doesn't want us to put our rubbish in landfill anymore, They the cost of landfill is so enormous now that councils have to look for other ways of dealing with rubbish. That's the, the amount of stuff that gets recycled is really hugely important. Is we turned, we have glass is turned into new glass bottles. Glass Manus- is turned into new paper. Manufacturing and at supermarkets who wrap everything in sort of three times the amount of packaging that but is... You always need a newspaper to read. You always need a newspaper to write a shopping list on. You well, always, always need paper. So yeah. instead of cutting down more trees to make paper, why don't we recycle the paper and make recycled paper? But they are recycling it, and obviously it's not doing the job, and at the end of the day... No, because not enough people want to come water. on board. People like yourself well, who think it's well, a whole uh, load of Hogwarts. You're work. not dealing with the problem where it's, where it's supposed to start from, which is really in manufacturing, in distribution, and at the, at the start of but the... can you put chain, a bottle of beer in? You have to put a bottle chain. of beer in a bottle you have to put glass and um, milk in a plastic container you can't just go and get milk in a, in a bowl you can't go down to the local supermarket and say oh i'll just have a couple of pints in my bowl and then carry it home it's got to be put into something yes some manufacturers are ott mostly toy manufacturers actually toy manufacturers are obsessed with packaging but at the end of the day i'm a milk bottle I, you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, uh, packaging is what sells, uh, you know, all the brands, all the products. However, it is not my responsibility to, at the end of the supply chain, be responsible for recycling something that's been put out to the environment. You're drinking the pint of milk. And not, and I'm. And then not, you're happy to put that pint of milk in the so ground. I pay, I pay enough rate for that service to be done for me. I am not, not. I can come into your house and, and recycle, an can I, for you? I don't need anybody to come into my house and do anything. I'm quite capable of sorting things out. However, what I'm saying is, is I'm not buying into any more of this propaganda that at the end of the day, I, as an individual citizen, am being held responsible for, if you want, the sins of the larger corporates. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You drink, 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 drink milk. Hey, it on board. And and you drink milk. Yes. So what's your that milk that bottle? Think. Yeah. And therefore, you know, from that point. But you drink something. You it must drink bottled water, or you must drink, you drink, you drink, you drink, drink milk, or you must drink tea, or no, coffee. Must buy your coffee in a glass jar. Never assume anything, ma'am, because that's where you start. You know, getting into an awful pickle. Never assume anything. All I'm. I recycle everything that I possibly can. Because because I think I have a social responsibility. Oh, uh, well, it.
9: So be it.
14: However, it's my prerogative. I pay in excess of well, three... Well, nobody's 000. making the you recycle. My local authority... not pay rates anymore. Rates went out the window years job. ago. <laughs> you pay council tax. You well, know, something that's that's to okay. do with recycling. No. The rates are, are high enough for an organisation to actually take care of that. I don't need to go and... You they'll out. have to come into your house and take your rubbish from your house. They'll it, won't they? What are She's you talking, talking about? So you're, think, you're saying that you pay so it much council tax, it goes in council and, and they collect, should come and collect your rubbish and then the sort it for I've you. Been. And I'm now shutting off. Thank you so much for your time, sir. I enjoy your program. Thank you for the discussion. i a man.
9: Good
14: evening, sir. <laughs> bye, bye, Ian. See you. <laughs>
11: uh, Tracy, you are definitely not a man, are you?
22: No, I'm not. Man. Okay,
11: well, thanks very much for that. I'm glad we cleared that confusion up there. Uh, <clears> oh <throat> eight seven, that was exciting, wasn't it? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. You managed to uh, pick out what was going on there. What do you make of all that, uh, Paul's in Maidstone. Hello, Paul. Hello, hello, Paul. You're on the radio. Yeah. Oh,
23: hi. Good evening. Um, yeah, I've got some important things to say about this global warming. Here, uh, I don't know if you saw that um, program that was on a few months ago called the Great. Global warming swindle. I
11: didn't see it. No.
23: Uh, well, there's some interesting facts on there. Which, incidentally, it's a bit strange that all the people that are telling us about the global warming don't seem to actually come up with any facts as such. Mm. But they were saying that the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is two percent. Wow. Well,
11: I, what, I don't know what that means.
23: Well, you know that they're saying the global warming is because of the carbon dioxide, the carbon oh, emissions, right? Well, out of the total atmosphere on the planet, the carbon dioxide only makes up 2%. Right. And of that 2%, we are only responsible for 0.5 right. of that
11: 2%. Where does the rest of it come from? Is this there naturally?
23: Well, yeah, it comes from the sea.
11: Right, the sea.
23: Uh, apparently, right. the warmer it gets, the sea warms up and yep. releases carbon dioxide. Uh-huh. But the other things are, yeah. is that... During the war, the government got everyone to put all their pots and pans all together for the war effort, to, for metal, for ammunition. Okay. The, all the pots and pans actually were no good for that, but everyone was sold this idea that if they all do that, it'll all be for the good. Right. And I believe, really, that this is another thing that's happening now. Right. The government's telling us about the global warming. Yeah. The ice caps melt every year, apparently. Yeah. And... They melt and refreeze and there's been a lot of warmer times back in history. Mm. In the medieval times, there was a long warmer period than this. And all these facts on this programme were displayed yeah. on graphs and everything.
11: Well, It makes sense. If you look at where we are now, we're a, a tiny millisecond in the entire Earth's existence. And the That's weather right. changes there. At one point, the entire Earth was completely frozen over. At one point, it was completely hot and covered in water. It changes all the time, Paul. That's right, and exactly. And Paul, listen, I've got to move on. Thank you very much for that. It's, it's the last half an hour of the show already. Rattle through it. OK, well, n- now's your time to, to give us a call. It's a really good time to give us a call. There's a couple of lines free. We've got two lines free. 0870-909... One line free. Uh, 90973 is the telephone number. number. What do you make of this global warming? Does it really exist? Do we really have any effect on it? Do you recycle or have you given up? And is you riding a bike to work going to change anything? Three. (laughs) That's the phone number to give us a call the last 30 minutes of the show. Uh, Excuse me. Frog in my throat. Uh, Clive Ball's on at 10 o'clock. So more uh, debate. Um, Hard debate. Uh, Talking about the topics of the day. Uh, Bill Buckley's on at 1 o'clock. And... um... There we go. So what have we talked about so far? You've just tuned in. You you, you don't know what's happening. Well, you've missed a fantastic show. Uh, And I've got to say thank you to everyone that's called in so far. You've really made... It's it's really you guys that make the show what it is. Uh, And you've put forward some really interesting points. The first hour of the show, uh, we kicked off talking about um, terrorism. The war on terror. Can we ever win it? Are we winning it? Are you afraid of what's going on? Do you feel intimidated? Have you stopped using the underground? Have you cancelled a flight? Have you been involved somehow, affected by the recent events, uh, including Glasgow, uh, uh, in London? 30 incidents this evening. 30 uh, incidents have been reported in the southeast this evening. Uh, And I guess that means uh, suspicious packages, uh, suspicious cars, suspicious people. Can we really, really win the war on terror? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. The second hour, we talked about uh, older women having babies. Uh, this is uh, Sophie, Prince Edward's wife, the Countess of Wessex, uh, is having a baby at the age of forty two. Forty two has got to be the the, the the maximum age that a woman should be allowed to have a baby, shouldn't she? Oh eight seven oh nine, oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What do you think is the maximum age that a woman should have a baby and a man? Because there is a difference, I think. I think a woman, women should should not be allowed to have babies after forty two, and men should be stopped after fifty five. I think that sounds fair. Uh, and in this hour, uh, we've mentioned global warming, the the myth. I think we're beginning to uh, to realise that is global warming. Uh, it, it, can we cycling really, really affect the weather? 870 oh, 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 uh, And we're still try- We're finding a few people who've been enjoying Big Brother. Most of you aren't bothering with it one or two of you are enjoying it, I'd really like to speak to you before 10 o'clock, if we can. You, if you're the Big Brother obsessive, if you are just fanatical about Big Brother, I want to speak to you before 10 o'clock. It's not on now. What time does Big Brother start? I think it starts at 10, actually, so 0870 9090973. But going back to what we were talking about earlier on, uh, older parents, it's David. Hi there, Ian. Hello, David. Hi there, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Excellent. First
3: time caller, long-time
11: listener. Excellent, thank you. Um, just wanted to
3: phone up and say, really, um, my wife, um, recently gave birth. I, I won't mention her name, I-, I don't want to advertise. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I'm 42.
11: I'm going to dump that. Did we dump that? Sorry about that, we had to use the dump button there. Idiots phoning up and being offensive, uh, down the phone. Let's go to Effie. Hello, Effie.
9: Hiya.
13: Hello there.
14: Hi. Um, yeah, I want to talk about, um, the age about women having babies 42. I-I-I guess I agree with that, but I don't agree with men having babies at 55.
11: Right. Oh, okay. Car- why not?
14: 55, it's too old. For I a man... Mean, imagine until, when the-when the when, the when the child gets to 17 years old. Yeah. He's so old. He's an old man. What, what can he do with that child? Mm, oh, do, do you
11: know what? I-I-I kind of... Okay. Well, let's bring it down to 50 for men.
14: Okay, I have thought yeah, about okay. it. I thought 50, okay, fair enough. Because, I because women, guess.
11: W- women do age worse than men, don't they?
14: What? I don't know. That's not true. That's rubbish. That's us women. We look after ourselves.
11: I think. A, Men, I think they am, let themselves go. I think a man at fifty-five is going to be a lot fitter than a woman at fifty-five. And you'd, you'd, agree, that kind of you have, you'd agree that there have to be a difference.
14: What kind of life you have again? You'd
11: agree there'd have to be a difference because it, women do have to go through the, the physical rigors of uh, yeah, carrying a child. Carrying a child. And I, I think beyond forty-two, they're just not up to it.
14: At forty-two, so I agree. I mean, I'm thirty-six, and I thought of having a child. Just uh-uh, yeah. no way. I had my. I had my son at twenty-two. Too. Mm. But w- another thing I want to b- mm. bring up is my mum was a diabetic. She was right. a type one diabetic. Yeah. Um, she was on insulin from the age of sixteen, and she was warned that she should never have
11: children. Why I- is that? Because someone I- called in earlier on and said that fat people and diabetics shouldn't be allowed to have children.
14: Do you know what? I mean, I- after hearing on the radio, I'm not even quite sure. It was just a big risk. It was. Right. I mean, um, I was, I-, I was born, I was premature, but I was, you know, I was a. A bigger than average baby okay you know I, I was heavy i don 't know whether that 's got something to do with it. Right. I was born fine my my brother was as well, mm. but then there was always a worry that you know it would miss it would miss a generation and that my my son would was you know be a diabetic, right? Okay,
11: okay, okay. So, Is it true that diabetes can develop later in life, or are you yes, born my with mum, it?
14: No, you're not born with it. My mum, my mum was diagnosed at the age of sixteen.
11: Wow. Okay. okay. And she was
14: fine up till that point, and then all of a sudden she was diagnosed. Okay. So no, it's not from birth.
11: Okay. Well, Effie, listen, it's really great to talk to you. Thanks a lot for that. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. That's the phone number to get your voice uh, on London, L- London's uh, LBC ninety seven point three, London's biggest conversation, and um, with all the changes that are happening here at the moment, some of them uh, are are quite obvious, uh, some of them aren't so obvious, uh, but it really is um, making strides to become the the, the best radio station, not only in London, but across the country, as uh, more and more people are tuning in on The Sky, uh, and on DAB, Digital Radio. Raj! Hello. Hello, Raj.
24: Hi there. Um, Yeah, just wanted to talk about uh, the war on terror. Yes, Raj. uh, How it could be one or Lost.
11: Okay, let's um, see I, the answer.
18: Okay, well, I think um, the way the way to is your is your radio on, Raj? Um, I can. Turn. If you can turn it off, that'll be great. Thank you. Is that is that better? Is that better? Hello.
11: Yeah, that's better. I'm just checking. That's fine. Yeah. Right.
24: Okay, thank you, it. Right. Right. Um, I think the, not only I think the Muslim community um, for one needs to be engaged and used as well mm. uh, their cooperation mm. to root out these people
9: mm.
24: now
11: we had, we sure. have one guy finding up I don't know if you heard the young lad saying that he uh, he'd been in mosques and situations where he'd seen uh, these manipulative um, warped people that were were corrupting uh, young muslims uh, and uh, and uh, grooming them, as it were, to become uh, potentially terrorists. And this guy said, I said, well, d- have you reported them to the police? No, I've had debates with them. Well, I'm not being funny. Having a debate with someone who's a fanatic isn't well, going to change their mind. Can I can I say something? Yes, please? Raj.
24: A, lo- a lot of these people that you'll find are more aspirational mm. than, uh, than people that will actually go out and carry. I think a lot of these people are... Disgruntled with the foreign policies, and you'll Mm. you know you'll see them spew all kinds of uh, illogical nonsense, and you know it's it's hateful rhetoric. Now I'm a Muslim myself. Now I've been to a number of mosques, and you know I I go to pray to mosque. Now um, I will be honest with you, and I'll tell you, um, I've not encountered people like this. Mm. Now I've actually spoken to heads of mosques, the, the the imams. Now the the kind of reaction I get from them is. Is you know they they are worried, if anything, about the you know the the mainstream view now, which Mm. is uh, which is that um, if if we're honest with ourselves, if we say uh, Islamic and Muslim. But the, the, the second one now comes into the head, and I'll tell you, this is happening to me as well, reading is either, but it's
11: terrorism. Re- really? Is, is it, that, it, I it, it, it's well, gone that's sad. That's I, very I sad. It, it's got to that stage. And, yeah. um, I think, I, I, in defence, I would say I think it's only thick people that think yeah. that, Raj, because uh, I think anyone with, with any bit of intelligence will know that, that the majority of Muslims are are, are good uh, d- d- friendly people, uh, and it's 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 a tiny, tiny minority who are, are, are warped uh, that that are terrorists. But I, I think m- sensible, clever people will be able to make that difference. But sadly, there are a lot of thick people out there.
24: Well, the, I mean, the main I think the main thing that needs to be done is there needs to be un- the, uh, the, the the classes mm. and the schools that go on in the mosques mm. over here in this country, especially. And this is one thing I have actually promoted to mosques, mm. uh, a number of mosques is. These people, The people that come to these mosques on the Friday sermons, mm. uh, they need to be not of what's happening in the Middle East, mm. not of what's going on around the world, but these people need to have a better understanding mm. of Western values, mm. Western mm. life, British
9: mm. life, and mm. this is
24: what needs to be preached on the mm.
9: mosques. Mm.
24: How to respect it, because at the end end of the day, I've read the Quran now. The Quran Mm. says, the bottom line is, which is another thing I don't understand, which I actually, on radio, I will say to all Muslims Mm. that are listening, the first and foremost thing is, you can't break, breaking the law of the land Mm. that you're living in, the Mm. country you're living in, the host country, Mm. is actually against Mm. Islamic principles. Mm. This is present in the Qur'an. Now, if you're, that's the root, at the rudimentary level. If you're doing that, mm. you're breaking Islam yourself. Mm. You're breaking the rules of Islam yourself. So where these people come from with these ideas
9: yeah.
24: um, it's
11: completely beyond me. Raj, end. I hear what you're saying. I've got to move on. Thank you very much for the call. It's appreciated. And hopefully people will have heard what you were saying there. Chris.
25: Hello there. Hello, Chris. How you? I what? just wanted to find out and just say um, I totally agree with you on this whole total global warming stuff. It is an absolute load of nonsense, if mm. you ask me. Um, I just think it's the government just trying to get people to be, how can I say what I'm trying to say here, it's to like, get people to do things more better and try and make things better. I just think it's just nonsense. Just a load of toss, if you ask
11: me, really, okay. mate. So you, you think it's the government trying to get people to do things more better? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? What an idiot. It's the government trying to get people to do things more better. Well, the, That means nothing. Give, give me a call back when you've got a GCSE.
5: <laughs> Terry. Hello, Ian. Uh, Ian, I'm 48 years old. Yes, Terry. Uh, I'm an ex-paramedic with the Royal Army Medical Corps. Well done. And I've just been diagnosed with diabetes.
11: It's just... Really? Yes. How do, I don't understand how it develops. Is it is it something that you've done? Too much done? sugar. No. Too much sugar, yes. You've... you've You've eaten what in one session, oh, no, or over no, your no, life? No, over your life. Is it really?
5: Yeah. Um, How and much body sugar hasn't got rid of it, and um, oh. insulin is not being produced, or your body is not producing insulin? How
11: much sugar, sugar have you had in your life to make you a diabetic?
5: Mm, three sugars in my tea every day. Oh God. Eight or nine cups of tea every day. Oh okay, yeah. That's... Cakes,
11: chocolate. And so how, is, how has it affected your life now, Terry?
5: Oh, uh, 100% change. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, no sugar, no cakes, no
11: chocolate. Oh, man, that must be horrible. Everything
5: work. I used to love, I can't have. So mm. if you used to love it, don't have it.
11: Mm. Um Terry, listen, thank you very much for that. It's fascinating. Absolutely. Fa- I didn't know that, that that's how it happened. Uh, you just eat too much sugar and you become a diabetic. Oh, dearie, dearie me. Andy. Hello. What can I do for you? Do you believe in global warming? Uh, Well, I think the climate is changing, but I I don't think it's through any fault of ours. Did you know 51% of the scientists
23: today agreed that we might be wrong, that that it isn't global warming? Right. Have you heard of Piers Corbyn?
11: I've not heard of Piers Corbyn, no. He's
23: a man that predicts the weather six months in advance. Right. And we've got four tornadoes coming this month. Right. So, and he doesn't believe in global warming.
11: Right. So, You're bit, uh, Andy give me Andy give me something specific here. You're being very very you said 51% of of scientists uh, you, you, uh, but give, but give I mean, me specifics I mean, Andy. I mean, global warming. Sorry? It isn't big... They don't oh, no, you, get, you can't get to the point. You can't get to the point quickly, enough. Not, 073 7-3 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call. I'm not having idiots phoning up. We're talking about the future of the planet here in every which way. We're talking about it in terms of terrorism and in terms of the weather and the situation and whether this country is going to be completely flooded. And I've got idiots phoning up talking nonsense. Let's see if Jack's going to be a bit more sensible. Jack, you're on the radio. Yeah,
1: hello,
20: Yeah. Hello, Jack. Um, Sorry about that, but what, what I just needed to talk to you about was regarding the terrorist, uh, situation, which is really worldwide, uh, presently. Yeah. And my, my, my sort of concern was that the way that we're going about sort of trying to fight it is not going to win us at all. We're trying to fight a, uh, an enemy which is more or less hidden. Mm. Uh, I think at the end of the day, we have to sort of resolve, albeit, uh, albeit not really wanted to, the way we had to sort of resolve it with the IRA, and the same thing with the PLO between us... S-
11: sit down around the table and talk. So
20: we have to sit down and
11: talk. Like I said, say, it, it does strike me as odd that Tony... B- Gordon Brown now, Tony Blair in his day, George... B- um, I need mean he said George Best. I don't mean George, I mean George Bush. <laughs> uh, didn't somehow try and get Osama Bin Laden and sit around a table with him and say, OK, what do you want? What do we have to do... To right. stop you encouraging people to fly planes into buildings to to, to, to kill themselves on on the underground, what do you want? That hasn't happened.
20: No, it hasn't. And that that is, I mean, I'm I'm personally, I come from the Middle East. I was, I'm a Muslim, and I'm of an Iranian. Mm. And uh, obviously, you know the history there, and presently that the yeah. Iranians and the Americans have had this sort of problems in the past. Mm. And as you see, they, they eventually mm. flow, slowly they've had to sort of say, "Hey, guys, okay, we have to sit down and yeah. talk." Americans are eventually slowly having to sit down with the Iranians and sit down and talk. And that is the end of the day. That is That's
11: what we need to do. Jack, listen, it's a great point. I've got to move on because we're going to the travel, but thanks very much for that.
20: <laughs> Here
11: is the travel now. It's Will. And uh, southwest trains between Waterloo and Shepparton tonight are still terminating at Teddy. It has flown by this evening. You can still text in, by the way, 84850. Uh, I'm not going to give out the phone number. If you know it, try and call it. But we've, we've got a lot of calls um, ready. If, if you know it... Uh, you can give us a call. How's that? Is that fair enough? Uh, What have we mentioned so far? Uh, Global terrorism, global warming, uh, and older women having babies. Been a big brother as well. What we didn't get to mention, maybe we'll tackle these tomorrow, Uh, Pete Doherty in court again. Uh, The Doctor Who Bomb Blast. you see that? Idiots. Um, and, And the smoking ban. But maybe maybe we'll do we'll save those we'll put those aside for tomorrow we'll we'll see how it goes Um, Shirley hello Shirley
14: hello Ian I'm nervous so be gentle
11: with me yeah? well what? there's no reason to be nervous you're only speaking to well not that many people
14: oh right, okay
11: just pretend it's you and me having a chat just pretend you phone this guy up and you're going to have a chat about diabetes
14: oh right okay I'm ringing in response to the guy that said that you get diabetes if you eat too much sugar yeah
11: I can believe that
14: mm, so. I developed diabetes at the age of five, type one, yeah? Right. And my mum always made sure that we had a balanced diet. Right. So it's a load of old baloney that he said.
11: Well, is it a load of old baloney, or is it that some people develop it because. I don't know, I'm just asking. That some people develop it uh, through no fault of their own, and some people develop it because they do eat too much sugar.
14: Uh, Maybe that was it, but I'm sure. My impression of what the guy said that everybody got okay. diabetes because they ate too much mm. sugar. Mm.
11: Well, uh, th- th- yeah, he, uh, maybe he did imply that, but uh, mm. it could be it could be both ways. I'm sure uh, a mm. lot of people get it f- through no fault of their own. Mm. So, how has it affected your life?
14: It hasn't really, because I've grown up with it. Right. You know. Yeah. So I don't really know any different.
11: Okay. Well, Shirley, we listen, thank you very much for calling. Do call again. I will. It wasn't that bad, was it?
18: No, you were very gentle with there me. There we go. Fantastic.
11: <laughs> thank you very much. 0870. Oh, I- Started to give the number out there. Clive Ball's on at ten o'clock as well. Um, going through the issues of the day, no doubt. Uh, in his own unique style. Gavin. Hi, Ian. Hi, hey, Gavin.
25: I just want to pick up on that last, lady's actually, before I go into my point about global warming. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, if you have lots of sugar, it's one of the ways you can get diabetes. I read about that recently.
11: Okay, so if you do eat too much I wonder what... I wonder what too much sugar is.
25: Well, probably the recommended daily guidance you get it on all the packaging nowadays. I've actually made sure I've tried to cut down sugar, because I used to have far too much sugar... And, and I thought, actually, I, I, you know, I don't want diabetes. It's not something I want. Do you so
11: know? I don't I, really. I don't. I don't have sugar in any of my drinks. I don't put sugar on any of my meals. I mean, obviously, I, I eat chocolate sometimes. It's got sugar, but I don't really excess on sugar. I, I don't, see what, what dawned on me um uh, 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 a while ago. I was having what? a jacket potato. And I had quite a bit of butter in there. Yeah, and some coleslaw. And um, I didn't. It dawned on me that a few years ago, I used to put stack loads of salt on a jacket <laughs> potato salty and buttery i used to love it and i haven't done that for years and i don't think i've put salt on my food for the last five or six years and yet i you used to do it all the, the time anymore, is it <coughs> i'm sorry you don't
25: have salt on the on the table no you don't anymore, do you? no and
11: i i know that you know that you're only supposed to have six grams or milligrams or whatever it is mm. a day of salt uh, but i used to like a bit of salt and i haven't done it for a long long time i might start buying salt again
25: my nan cooks with it. She, she cooks with loads of it. That's before it became, became you know, known to be as, as bad as it is. What
11: is salt supposed to do to you that's so bad?
25: clogs up the arteries, I think, doesn't it? Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, you, you, don't me- you don't want to uh, mess around uh, with that. Anyway, Gavin,
11: what did you call him for?
25: Uh, global warming. I yeah. mean you, Here's something you were saying earlier about the fact that the, the ice caps have been melting since the ice age, which was millions of years ago. Right. And there were certainly no cars mm. around then. No. You know, this isn't something that's just developed recently. Yeah. It's been going on for millions of years. The the world has been warming up. Mm. It was cooling down many years mm. ago. Um, and, and I'm sure if anything was going to cause the problem... Yeah. ...it would have been back in when we had the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. You think of all the cotton mills and how much smoke... they Well, were we, out.
11: Were p- we were pumping... But then again, it was probably during the Industrial Revolution... When was that? 1820s? I'm struggling a bit with my English social history. Yeah, Victorian ages and well. Yeah, it was probably only us and well it's probably only us some of europe and a little bit of america that was pumping stuff out so i doubt it's it probably maybe only like 1 or 2% of the the stuff that we're pumping out now i would have thought i mean it was so, so it was dirtier it? stuff but it, it wasn't as global as it is now
25: but you were saying earlier about, oh, what was it, the old the old phrase used for global war- warming that used to get out of aerosol cans,
11: um, Oh, the, 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 hole the, the hole in the ozone layer. The hole in the ozone.
25: Now, if it what was us to kicking What that? If it was us kicking out all that smoke in the 1820s... Yeah. ...the hole should be above England.
11: Yeah.
25: But it's not, so... Yeah. It, it just doesn't all seem to add up to me. Gavin, and, and, you, uh,
11: you speak a lot of sense. It, it, it doesn't add up, does it? Thank you. I'm just rattling through, because we're getting towards the end of the show, and I, I do want to fit in, uh, uh Junad. Hello, Junad. Hey, Ian. Hey.
10: Hi, Ian, yeah, sorry, I want to just uh, talk about a uh, few points on the war on terror.
11: Okay, where well, you go? We haven't got much time, so quick, quick.
10: Yeah, b- basically, I mean, I, I just think we should be absolutely—we we need to be honest about it. I mean, I, I, he- I heard earlier you made a point about, oh, um, the uh, they attacked uh, America, September the 11th, so to speak. Mm. Um, in terms of. Uh, you know, justification for these acts that are happening. I mean, I, I believe you can't justify them. Oh, I don't.
11: Yeah, good. I'm glad you said that. I don't think you can no, no, justify I anything. Mean, uh, but
10: at the same time, you have to be, you know, realistic but. about what's motivating all right. these. Well, what is acts.
11: motivating them?
10: Well, motivating is, I think, the whole Islamic world as a whole. If you want, to, there's one billion of them after all, right? Um, around the world, feel the that world. they are being systematically
11: attacked undermined well, by do the they, entire Western. World. I, don't, I don't think do you. I don't think you can be a spokesman for one billion people. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm well, you did. To, you did just say that the whole uh, Islamic world thinks they're being um, okay. subject to attack. Okay. I, well, I take that back. I apologize. Okay.
10: Okay. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm talking about. I mean, and also, I mean, I mean. Well, to, to, I mean, to, just to go on that point further, I mean, a lot yeah. of. Muslims, for example, won't be honest. Will not be honest right. about you know, how they feel, about okay. how you know, about the uh, state of the world, why right. I mean, state of the world, so to speak. Yeah. and I think it's because oh no, if you say something controversial, you'll be labelled as a terrorist. Right. I just think we need to be absolutely honest about how yeah. we truly feel. Yeah. Then we can we can have a real
11: discussion. We can't solve these problems unless we are, are all honest, can we, Junaid? Sorry. We yeah okay. Well, next time, clean your ears out. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine zero three. It's the last few minutes of the show. Uh, we'll speak to Alex in Southgate after this the show. Don't forget, Clyde Ball's on at ten o'clock and really is worth a listen. He's nice, but he's got an edge. Uh, I'm still trying to get him to I'm going to get T-shirts printed up with that and uh, see if he'll buy them. Alex. Hello. Hello, Alex. What can I do for you?
6: Well, you're talking about global warming. Yes. Uh, you, I think that there's a new idea floating around that, um, you know, nothing's happening. It's all, you know, the planet's just adjusting itself. Yeah. But, but um, I mean, whether you believe it or not, there were pictures on Sky News today showing right. glaciers literally melting yeah. in Greenland. Well,
11: I believe that's I believe that's happening, but I believe it's a natural phenomenon.
6: Oh, well, you, you, I mean, you see, I, we shouldn't turn global warming into something of faith. I mean, if it's factually happening, the question is, how bad is it going to get? Right. And how many people are going to die?
9: Right. Uh,
6: and, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's important. I mean, you're right.
11: But if it's a, the thing is, I don't. A few million years ago, there were things called dinosaurs, right? And they they lived all over the earth. And then they weren't there. We aren't going to be here forever, Alex. Mankind at some point, uh, a thousand years, ten thousand years, is going to go and disappear? I I,
6: I I um I don't agree with you, Ian, because I think that... we're not going to be here forever. Well, yeah, but human beings uh, have an advantage over dinosaurs and probably every other. Mammal that's walked the face... Uh, Broadband. Animal that's walked the face... We, we have intelligence. We, we literally do not use it, as you've seen with the yeah.
11: recent ter- yeah. terrorist attack. Yeah, it makes you but wonder, doesn't it?
6: We, we have intelligence. Um, <clears> we failed to use it. Um, I was going to make a point about that, too.
11: Yeah, well, we haven't got thing. much time, so very quickly. We've got about 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah,
6: quick point. Just just the, um, you know, the, the West, the Western media, um, you know, I'm born and bred in London. Yep. We have our heads buried in our... In our um,
11: in keep, the sand. Keep it clean. Yeah. OK, well done. Yeah, we need to, we need to wake up. We, we know what's going on. Um, we need to wake up and... We, we, need to, we need to deal with what we're doing out wake there. Wake up and smell the...
6: Smell the roses. Get our troops out of Iraq. Wait get the coffee out of Afghanistan. I'm going on holiday to Paris, uh, Ian. You know why? Because they've not had any terrorist attacks. Funny that is, we're they weren't d- involved in the invasion either.
11: Right. But yeah. then they have then they have all the students kicking off over there. So oh, I don't um...
6: mind students kicking off. As long as no one's blowing themselves up, I'm okay. comfortable. I'll be on the Eurostar, get out of London. Because, to be honest, I don't know where I can go in London at the moment. As a born and bred Londoner, where I can go and be safe, feel comfortable, in the multicultural, wonderful place that London is, is, you know, we, we've had our position in the world so badly damaged. People love London, and um, it's such a shame. And we're just going to say, round, you...
11: If you missed the show today, it sounded a lot like this. The war on terror, are we losing it? Can we do any more? And how are you feeling about it?
13: Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, Colin. Uh, I pledge to talk to you. I think part of the problem is there's too much political crackness going on now. You know I mean? You know when, like, political
3: incorrectness just goes wrong? I mean, if those bombs mm-hmm. had gone off, then, then, of course, it would be July the 7th all
13: over again. And then, at the end of the day, these people are not going to stop.
14: I don't think it really matters, because at oh, the end of the really. day... Hello? I don't really
17: know why I'm ringing.
15: We mum always getting bombed by the IRA.
17: Hello, Ian.
11: Hello, Jackie.
17: I'm a First time caller. I've been listening to your show for quite a while.
11: Why are people having babies later in life?
14: I'm conscious of my body clock. I don't want to leave it too late. But then again, what you said was true. You know, there's 70 is the new 60.
11: Nuts and sluts. That's all it is, nuts and sluts in nah. there.
14: the polar ice caps will be melting, and there's nothing we can do to stop that.
11: I think it's time for us to wake up and smell the coffee. That's it from me. I'm back tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Thanks, everyone, for calling Thanks, Alex. Thank you, Helen. Clyde Bull's up next. Uh, He's through uh, till 1 o'clock, then it's Bill Buckley. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Bye-bye.